What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Tuesday Show. My name's Ultra David. And I'm James Chan. How's everybody going besides death? Okay, alright. So we're going to be talking about this upcoming weekend. A lot of stuff is going to go down. We'll preview it in a little bit. We will talk about results from the past weekend. Some fun stuff occurred. We'll be talking about uh, Terry and Smash, a.k.a. the third Ryu, is what I've been told. Um, <laughs> and also, we'll be talking about interesting stuff on 5-5 matchup. There's other game news as well, some cool stuff to discuss on that end, and then various community info. So You may have an echo, Mr. Friday, because maybe you have two browsers open. <laughs> Dang, is it your fault? Maybe. Yeah, he did. Oh, you were actually serious. Oh, man, you were right. Yes. I can't believe it. Yes. I can't I believe right. it. Wow. Okay. All right, okay. all right. Well, let's start by talking about this upcoming weekend. Yeah, this is a crazy weekend. Extremely dense FGC weekend. Maybe the densest of the year. It could it's be. It's certainly in the are, contention. These are all big events. They're all big events. Yeah, exactly. So the three that are going on that are the main ones to talk about are Arc Revo mm -hmm. in SoCal, uh, the CPT NA Regional Finals. Narf! Narf <laughs> in uh, Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. And Dreamhack Atlanta in Atlanta. That's right. Which is the Tekken World Tour Masters mm -hmm. event. And so basically, I called this the worst weekend ever for Tasty Steve. Steve, yeah, he's a, he's spread thin, right? Do you know what he ended up doing? I know which one he's going to. Okay. He's going to Arc Revo. Oh, that may, okay. So that seems like the, the, yeah. the stevious Steve choice. Uh, I feel. Well, I mean, because that's the big one, right? That's the big one, and then the problem, like Tekken, it's not the final final of Tekken. Fair enough. Yeah. You get, he gets to play the new Guilty Gear exactly, at exactly. Arc Revo. This is not quite the final of Street Fighter. Right. So you know what? Go to the final final one. So. It definitely makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about Arc Revo while we're on the subject. Sure. So what's going on? Arc Revo. So they've been running a year long uh, circuit as well. <laughs> Thank you for the follow. EMP IFC. Calnito. Calnito. Yeah. Thank you for the follow. Uh, but uh, basically, uh, they've been, it's their world tour circuit that yep. they've been running for a long time for uh, Guilty Gear, for BB Tag, and for Blaze Blue Central Fiction. They've had events like all the other ones where you can qualify. And now here it is, culminating into the finals that are taking place here in Southern California. But that's not all. I mean, they've got a Eunice side tournament there. They've got a, what was kill it? Kill a Kill side kill tournament. Kill a Kill side You're tournament interested. in there. And not only that, but Guilty Gear 2020 yeah. will be playable. I believe BB Tag with all the new characters will be playable. And I think Uniclear is going to be mm. playable there. I'm not sure if that one's going to be there, but they had like... It's, yeah, it's, it's, big, all, it's all their stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be a lot of stuff going on over there. So that's all taking place this weekend to find out. And, and you know, what's interesting about it is, you know, um, there's been a lot of critiques of this tour I've heard during the course of the yeah. year. You know, they didn't have a clear schedule, et cetera, et cetera. It's been going through a lot of, um, you know, uh, fledgling tour problems right, sure. right yeah this one's going through that the snk stuff went through that i think dragon mm. ball last year was going through so okay, a lot of yeah, that that's problem right. so you know i don't think it's uh you know obviously a lot of people are frustrated with it but you know it takes a while for all these to yeah. set up hopefully this just means with next year especially with guilty gear 2020 uniclear coming up 
you know, they've got some big games for it, so hopefully they shore up the whole thing next year. So. Yeah, look, the way that CPT started was not free of problems. Mm-hmm. There definitely have been issues <laughs> over the years earlier in the in that tour's life. Yeah, Tekken us, World Tour was us, the same. Shout out to Ace King Offsuit in the chat, who has probably killed himself before this weekend to figure mm. out all the placements and everything. So For sure. Uh, by the way, I'm really happy that you're working with Juked. That's super cool. Oh, yeah. Juked. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, lots of good stuff to play if you are in town. Um, I'm very much looking forward to hearing the reports from people mm-hmm. about uh, those games, especially Guilty Gear. We, obviously, yeah. we talked about a lot about it on the show last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and all we know so far is, you know, what other people have talked about. There mm-hmm. were some brief, you know, playtesting that were on stream. Um, so we have some thoughts about it, but I, you know, having more time and more people right. looking at it will give you a better picture. Exactly. Even if you're not there. I mean, look, they've also said that they're willing to take feedback, that they're willing yeah. to change the game and listen to everything. And if the internet can fix Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> hopefully they can also fix Guilty oh, Gear. Yeah, hopefully not you know? with as much crunch, but yeah, right. But yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, there might be not even anything to fix, right? right. Like it who could knows? just be the way that it is, and it works really well. Yeah, and it who plays knows, great. Right? Yeah, and it's what they want to go for. Like obviously, everyone's going to be like, just make it exactly how it was before. Uh-huh. The previous game is there. Play the previous game. Let's exactly. try to r- r- bring in new stuff. Yeah, Let's bring in new and stuff. You so. know what's interesting is that after last week when we were talking about what you know, we don't know whether people would really want to play a mm-hmm. simplified version of gear a lot of people on the youtube comments <laughs> said that they definitely do yeah and then in real life several of my friends have said that they would want to play that that like they haven't played gear in the past but because it looks too complicated and stuff i mean or? not necessarily because of that but this is like an easier way to approach so like it is right, it isn't that they yeah. weren't playing gear because they thought it was too complicated but if gear is going to be easier then getting into it will be easier so right. they, they might as well try yeah, and to be honest with you, a lot of the times, uh, oh, trust me, 645, maybe we'll talk about it later, but I feel so bad for yeah. all the CG guys 100%. on Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, but, um, uh, but uh, what the hell was I saying? I don't even remember. I got distracted by Sonic the Hedgehog. What did you just say? I don't got distracted by Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> No, no, it was about... Uh, it was these about, topics are going too fast, man. <laughs> it was about uh, whether people do want to play a simplified Guilty Gear. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. I mean, Guilty Gear has always been, uh, like, the one game besides Tekken that's like, man, you need a college degree. To, like, it's a second job to play these games. So, you know, uh, that's definitely intimidating. It's mm-hmm. intimidating, and so having it be simpler might be something that they want to go with. At the same time... Even if they are willing to make changes to it, mm-hmm. don't expect for there to be changes in this build this weekend. Oh no right? no 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 yeah 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 uh-huh. it's gonna just, be just what to we caution saw. people like it will be the same build. I don't have info per, right, yeah, for yeah, sure yeah, on yeah, that, yeah. but uh-huh, uh-huh. I would be flabbergasted if they brought a different build. Yeah, <laughs> right. That uh-huh, never happens, uh-huh. especially one that they showed off already. That's what I think. Like yeah, it. and it was only a week ago, right? That they showed yeah, it off. Yeah, so. and another thing too is again. I mean, I just had a whole talk on my stream about the woes of programming. You cannot 
make a new build and just be like, hey, let's put it. Because, like, every time you make a new build, there's just such a testing there's, process. There's a process, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure that in their studio, they have any number, they have had any number of yeah, builds, yeah, right? Yeah, but, uh-huh. but yeah, they've already gotten one through the whole process of getting it out there. It's going to take a lot of work to, to have another And being able to be shown, one. right? Yeah, because yeah, I mean, some yeah. of the builds they're playing, like, just make sure you don't do this with Chip or he ends up floating off the screen. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it, yeah. I'm sure it'll be the same. Yep. But nevertheless, you can try it out there. Uh, and if you are curious, if you can't go, keep your eye on social media and whatnot. People yeah. will be talking about it, I'm sure, and showing videos and whatnot. And that's an interesting t- uh, comment from Mr. Friday is that, you know, with all the fighting games out, is almost you could almost kind of appreciate a simpler Guilty Gear. And it's weird because I feel like a lot of the games are going in that direction, right? Because I feel like every game, except for Tekken, has really gotten significantly easier, you know, so I don't know. I don't really agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> some some I do. Some I so, do. But okay, not, not okay, all. Okay. Not all. <laughs> anyway, as far as the tournaments that are going on. So as we mentioned, this is the culmination of the tour. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And so for BB Tag and for Gear and for BBCF, mm-hmm. there are players who are already qualified. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, I don't know if we need to go through everybody, but you can you can see the list on Smash GG. You know, I'll be rooting for Koji Cog. The the lists aren't huge, though, right? No, no, no. So I think yeah, it's only yeah. 18 people who have is Oh, is it 18 per e- for each game? 18 or huh? nice, something like that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's not... It's yeah, not Tekken fun. got simpler. I know, I know. But, like, barely. <laughs> they made it so that you can tech normal throws. So people stop using normal, use command throws a little more. Getting mm. up off the ground is a little bit easier, which I personally attribute to helping its popularity as well. So, but outside of that, the game is still pretty complicated. So. Doesn't look easy. No, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, those are big changes, but still not. It, it didn't simplify needing to know every single character and every move and yeah, everything like it, that. I mean, so. I don't know. It doesn't look yeah. easy. Anyway, if you're curious, you can go on to smash.gg and then search for Arc Revo America 2019, and all of the qualified players are already there. <coughs> I agree with you, ZXC Just. We do need more fighting games on mobile. Yeah. Uh, this, this, is, this is the mobile. This is the best system. I don't know what happened, James. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do a, a birdie challenge, Ooh, did boy. you? Like, like on Street Fighter League? Oh, God. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's the best system. Yes. Other than the personal computer, naturally. Yeah. No, this is better than that, too. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, again, there are also LCQs for each of those games. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up, Kizzy K? Kizzy's in the chat? Oh, hey, there buddy. you go, yeah. Simple Gears 3. Yeah, he got to play it. So that's a good question, right? You actually got to play it, Kizzy K. So you actually say say it still feels like gear. So that's really important because I know Kizzy is somebody... Hey, what's up, Vicious is in the chat as well. Well, everybody's in the chat here. Um, but uh, Kizzy uh, is a person who can get into all the complex games, loves Guilty Gear, and if he actually says it still feels like gear, that is very encouraging. Totally. By uh, the way, also so- good luck in the tournament. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, I did physical therapy before this, and it was it was pretty serious today. So 
All right. Anyway, let's get back on track. Oh, that's right. They were guests on Best of Five today, so that makes sense. That makes sense. Indeed. So nice work out there. Over here. That okay. was very cool. Uh, anything else to say about Arc Revo in terms of previewing it? Uh, I'm just really sad I'm not going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Are you thinking of going? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely thinking of oh, going. Oh, sweet. Yeah, just okay. show up for a day. Okay, nice. Yeah. nice. I, didn't, I didn't enter anything, but yeah. Okay, okay. Cool, cool. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if Waxel's going to enter. Delcq, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Oh, you mean he's not already qualified? No, it's not. Yeah. I mean, look, he won Canada Cup. He did, he did, he yes. To he took Canada Cup, clearly. <laughs> He's one of the best oh. right now. So, so you're not going to go to Argrivo, but where are you going to go? <sighs> I'm so sad about that. Yeah. So sad. You'll have I'm to hear on social to, media how it is. Yeah, I'm going to the NA Regional Finals for Capcom Pro Tour. Correct. So that is going to be at Vegas at the ever-so-lovely eSports Arena. My favorite location. Yeah, we've been there so many times yes. now. Yeah. And, um, but it's that. This is the last premiere event right. where you can earn points and it's a super premiere it is a super so premiere. if you win this one you get a thousand points oh james i'm so disappointed in myself <laughs> i know i, I really know. meant to enter okay the top 160 entrants get points mm -hmm. and if you finish last in that 160 you get five points there are 120 people signed up right now which means that Everybody who even signed up, you will go 0 and 2 and get 5 points. If you finish, uh, actually, it's, a, it's 128 gets 10 points, isn't it? Let's see. I'm not sure. That's what Acing Officer said. Yeah, okay, that, yeah, yeah. So it didn't even get to the point where you would get 5 points at all. So just for showing up and going 0 and 2, or in my plan, not even going and getting DQ'd, <laughs> double DQ'd. You would get 10 points. You would get as many points as people get for getting two top eights at ranking events. Seventh places. Yes, that is correct. That It's five points to get seventh place at a ranking event. And you could have just signed up and <laughs> gotten a minimum of 10 points. Oh, my God. But I forgot. I just slipped my mind that day. I feel like such a dummy. But anybody who is going is guaranteed to get a minimum of 10. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Yeah, but... Um, it's a super premiere. There's only... Three. There's, there's three. Yeah, there's Evo, there's the Asia premiere, and then there's NARF right. that, that have mm -hmm. that. And, and you know what? I mean, I think it was just a, a, a slight miscalculation on Capcom's part. They were probably expecting everybody to jump there to try to win, to qualify at the last event, Whereas the exact opposite happened, most people are like, I'm probably not going to get first place. Right. So I'm probably not going to get enough points. Because uh, in looking at the standings and everything like that, a lot of people, in order to shift positions and get to where they need to go, need to get at least third place. I see. Because there's people who are behind by like 300 some odd points, right? So like, for example, uh, in the... North American region, Smug, he's behind Strider by 165 points. So he might be able to get in there, but you notice that 165 points means that he needs to get like 200 points, which is yes. fourth. fourth place, right? That's only if Strider gets 10 points. Well, you Strider can't will get yeah, 10 points. Uh, yeah, you can't expect Strider to go 0-2 though, right? 
I mean, this pool kind of is. I, I don't like, know, dude. To be honest, yeah. Right, right, exactly. So there is a potential, but again, for a lot of the players to move into a position where they can win, they need to place really high. Right. I think the there's only like three main players right now that are like well, eight one strike. Four main players who are really kind of in a dangerous position right now. Okay. Which is Itazan and Kichipamu. They're right. tied. Right. They're tied for the, hey, we're not in the top 27, but Fujimura won the Asian regional, so it drops to the next highest person. Yeah, yeah. It's them. <laughs> right, right. So those two have to figure out, God, I hope- what, if, what if Kichipamu, the Zangief player, makes it over Itazan, the, the, the Abigail player? Oh, man, that uh, would be crazy. It would, it would be pretty nutty, but, I mean, I really hope that at least one of them gets in just selfishly. Yeah. Be very oh, cool, yeah, but, of course, you know. of course. I mean, the craziest part is that Itazan was second place last he year. He was. And he's in danger of he not was. getting in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Narf is a... Is a uh, as a premiere. It's yeah, like yeah, it's on premier. the CPT and Capong Pro Tour. It's yeah. a super premiere. It's the North American Regional Finals. Right. So there is this open tournament. We'll talk about it in a little bit. There's also the Regional Finals uh, eight players. <laughs> Kichipamu and Itizan are in the same pool. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I guess that's fitting, right? Oh, Just, man. You, you have to win in order to get Narf. the Narf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, now, the other player, Luffy is kind of okay. Luffy okay. is in the top 27. He's on the bubble. He is the bubble boy. Right? But the thing about it... Why are you laughing? I don't know. It's a weird way to phrase it, but okay. That is... That's how they describe it on World Series of Poker. When you're the guy right outside the money, you're the bubble boy. So... I stand by my statement. I think it's a weird (laughs) way to put it. Anyway, go on. Okay. But um, if Luffy drops out, he's the highest qualifying European player. Right. So... Because Big Bird won that, and he's in there. So Luffy's in pretty much no matter what. The question is, is Takamura getting in? Because <laughs> Takamura right. wants Luffy to stay in. Because if he does, then Takamura makes it into Capcom Cup. If Luffy drops out, then he takes that spot and Takamura disappears. Isn't there also a chance that Mr. Crimson gets in? If Mr. Crimson does extremely well, but yeah. let me see. Mr. Crimson is... Uh, 140 points behind Takamura. Got so it, yes. Okay. So if he can beat Takamura and Luffy stays in there, right? Then Crimson gets in there, right? And if Luffy drops out, then both of them are boned, basically. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance that none of the three make it, is what you're saying? No, no. Luffy is almost guaranteed to okay. make it because if he drops out, then he becomes the highest qualified, which is why the other two disappear. I see. He takes yep. that spot. Yeah. Right. Okay. Got yeah. it. And uh, and then the fourth one is 801 Strider, because yeah. he's right outside. He's trying to get in. He's in the top. He's he's the guy. So here's the thing. We don't know how it's going to work out for him, because we haven't played the NA Regional Finals, which is going to be that weekend. Right. right? So that, three, that will be the day after the Open Yeah. Uh, so the three players, Shine, El Chicote. And uh, Terrence right. are in it. They're the only three of the eight North Americans in there that haven't already qualified besides 801 Strider. Right. So four of them have already qualified. 801 Strider and then those three, right? right. 801 Strider's safe. Right. Problem is, if any of those other three wins it, then like Zenith, they qualify by that and no spot opens up on the global board. So if right. Strider is outside the bubble, he gets taken out so he yeah he could not make it at all right if terence shiner el chicote wins so right. 
Strider wants one of the other four guys to win. Right, for sure. Because if one of those four guys wins, then he stays in even if he's not in there. Right. Now, he could get passed up uh, by uh, the closest one, I think, is Punk. But uh, he's still pretty far behind. Punk is pretty still far behind. So it's him and JB are kind of fighting for that bottom position right there. So JB's in currently. Wait, Punk? Str- Did I say Punk? Yeah. Smug. Oh, okay. Smug, oh, wow. smug. Right. Yeah, yeah, sorry. It's weird because it's a four-letter name with a U in it, and that's where my brain gets messed okay. up. It's weird. No, that's, that's fine. I've made that, that makes mistake sense. before. Yeah, that so. makes sense. But, um, so, uh, yeah, Smug is there, and but he has to win, like, third place, and 801 Strider just has to have a colossal failure of a tournament, right? But if 801 Strider wins the Invitational, he's in no matter what. Of course, so, of course. Yeah, 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 there you go. Dang. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, it's it's a rough situation. Now, to me, I think one of the most interesting stories, though, is that uh, Menard has signed up, but I know he mm. kind of said he was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, he did, yeah. I don't know if he's going. I don't know either, yeah. If he doesn't go, Zanith is the only Latin American player in there. In Capcom Cup? In Capcom Cup. Which is the... Last year there huh. was three. The previous year there was three. Yeah. And then there was two, and then there was one and one. So they'd gone up, That's but this wild. will be the first time that it might drop back down. They even have a better, like, tournament representation this mm-hmm. year than they did last year. Yeah. And huh. Zenith will be the only one. Right. I mean, Mena Ardi, I don't know if he quit. No, it, that's not what he said. He, he said just, that... He just doesn't feel like he's a top player this year, so he might not travel yeah. as much. He basically said that he will... He, he's not intending to travel, and that he needs to work on it to become a top player again before he's going to travel around. Not that mm-hmm. he's quitting. Right. But, that mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. that might have just been a salty tweet. I haven't talked with him about it. He mm-hmm. might show up this weekend anyway. I don't know. Right. But, maybe not. The cool thing about it is that, was that Zenith is from Brazil. And yeah. outside of last year, uh, every year has had a Brazilian mm. since 2014. So last year was two Dominicans and a and Peruvian, and then this and then, but every other year has had at least a Brazilian. Yeah. So Brazil always dominating. Sure. I mean, there's a lot of talented players in there, of yeah. course. Yeah. Of course. Um, you know, I was looking at the brackets, mm-hmm. and every single one of them is really wild. You know, what I mean, like here's here's Pool A one. You have players including NL, Je- Justin Wong, Punk, Infectious, Mr. Crimson, Hurricane, Kaba, uh, Dr. African, Eyedrop. Um, in Pool A2, you have uh, Bonchan, Knuckledo, Nemo, Gamerbee, Johnny, Toy, Stupendous, Little Evil, Alex Myers, and Just a Kid. In Pool B1, John Takeuchi, Haitani, Tokido, Idom. Ryusei, Storm Kubo, uh, Diddy Mokoff, Hanoi, LPN. It's like, what, what, are, what are these pools? You know what I mean? Uh, I mean it's you it's know incredible. What's really surprising to me is that there's so few SoCal players traveling to it, even though it's like yeah. a four-hour drive. No, it's very doable for SoCal. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know why that is. but There's not a lot of them there. It, uh, yeah, it's, it speaks to... They probably won't make this a super premiere again next year, right? If it's the same kind of format mm-hmm. at all. I, you know, if, if even players from SoCal are not 
willing to make that drive because they just they're like i'm not gonna win so you know <laughs> yeah i mean honestly it's interesting because now what we didn't realize what i mean a lot of people would think that the the, the tail end is where everybody's gonna enter right but i think most people would probably rather enter the last chance qualifiers at capcom cup because mm. they're going to go to capcom cup to watch anyway oh okay right they're gonna be a spectator so let's might as well enter there sure. So I don't want to travel and you know enter here. The super premieres all need to be in the middle of the year because yes. that's when everybody's trying to grab the point. That actually makes a lot of sense. Right. Yeah. So Evo being a super premiere makes total sense. Total one sense. because everyone wants to win Evo, yeah. and two, it's in the middle of the year when nobody knows where anything is no, happening. You, you are right. Like I, having super premieres from the mid, like at the middle stage, is probably yeah. the best call. Yeah, I liked so, what. Uh, Nemo said two years ago when he qualified via the LCQ, mm-hmm. he said that it was the easiest way to qualify. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're somebody who's at that level, that might be true. Because in order to win this, you are playing against people who are definitely qualified for Capcom Cup, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of money on the line and points are better seating, yeah, so they're all true. they're all in here. Whereas the LCQ is all the bums who aren't in, that's in there right. anyway. You don't, right? even, you don't have to run into Point Sponge Punk, is right, what yeah. they called him, the Point yeah, exactly, Sponge, yeah. who's sitting there and gatekeeping everybody. He probably will win this one too, you know? He's going to steal more points from who, people. Jeez. Who would be surprised? Yeah. So, for example, like you wouldn't have to enter a pool that contains. Dual Kevin, Blarlad, Big Bird, Hot Dog Twenty Nine, JB, Takamura, El Chicote, Filipino Man, Commander Jesse, Romance, Team Chris. Who I was, he did really well actually at uh, Canada Cup. No, no, and, uh, it was a uh, Puerto Rico. He did really well. Oh, was it? Oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh-huh. that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah whichever one like, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, that pool sounds easy. No big deal. What about Pool C two that has Problem X, Gachikun? Uh, Luffy, Shine, K. Brad, PR Balrog, Smug, Blast, Yanoob, and Snake Eyes. Actually, that sounds easy. Also, what about Pool D1 that has Black Skills, Phenom, Mago, Strider, Terence, Verloren, Kawano, Mena RD, maybe Rob TV, uh, Mira up to snuff, and then <laughs> in D2. Azad, Bushin Style, Oil King, Sien, Itabashi, Zangief, Kichipamu, Kami, Brian F, Nephew, Pugera, Sherry Genix, No Good Citizen, and more. So, anyway, these pools are absolutely incredible. Uh, so, I mean, the, the, the question of whether. This is Strider, like the tournament that you go 0 2 and you're like, yes, I went right, 0 2. I'm so proud. You, you, you said that Strider might have to go 0 2 to, like, not make it? Uh-huh. Maybe? Dude, it could Maybe. happen, you know, Maybe. and that's the crazy thing. So, jeez. Yeah, it's, it is incredible the, the density of players. Yeah, but I mean. They all get 10 points at least, but, you know. I mean, look, you know what? I mean. For all intents and purposes, Capcom has really been doing a great job with the Pro Tour, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they've. I mean, look at look how many people are fighting for this, right? The prize yeah. money is definitely something that's life changing for course. everybody, and then just the consistency and the number of people involved, you know, and just the the extreme breadth of just quality players is is remarkable. So, so for a super premiere. The prize bonus is $80,000. Right, I think it's $50,000 for first place. For first place, it's $50,000. Second place is $10,000. Third is $7,500. Fourth is $5,000. Fifth and sixth both get $2,500. And then $1,250 for seventh and eighth. 
Can we talk about how awful of a skew that is? That is absurd, <laughs> to be honest. That yeah, first place gets fifty thousand dollars, and then second place gets twenty percent of that. You know what the worst part? I about mean, that, that is? is actually ridiculous. You know what the worst part about that is? Is that uh, that just makes it so that Punk will want to win even of, more? Yeah, no, of course. But, but I mean, that's actually that should actually pay out like the top thirty-two. Come on, are you serious? Like, Eighty thousand dollars? You can't. Give people their money back for entering at least. At least you know. I'm no actually more, mad now. No, at least you know no one will be throwing the tournament. Right. right like, yeah. There's no collusion. Oh man, but I actually no. feel like that uh, encourages more collusion. To be honest. You think so? Huh? Sure. Yeah. If if you in the first place, if you are a first place contender and the second place contender, you if you feel like you are not at all, like super super sure that you're right, gonna win, right, right, right. then you uh-huh. risk losing forty thousand dollars. Yeah, so I mean, I guess it's... Uh, you if, should if you should pot split. Maybe if Punk case. didn't exist. Yeah, maybe, maybe Punk would do it, but I, I gotta tell you, I 100% would do that. I'm not right, gonna lie. Right. Of course I would try to pot split. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get in the grand finals, first thing I do is walk over to Punk and I'm like, hey, so... <laughs> Punk can we both like, get tw- uh, $30,000 out of this? Punk will be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Nah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna take the money. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Anyway, that's but, a lot of money. I mean, I do think that they. Uh, honestly, I again, we've said this every year, right? I really want them to spread the prize money and spread the points a little bit more. Yeah. I still don't like the fact that, like you said, at a ranking event, seventh place gets five points. Five points. Like that's just. All right, let me double check on that, but I believe it's five points. That's just not right. <laughs> I definitely looked this up before, but now you asking again is making me be like... Dude, that's the way it works, dude. It was right there. Yeah. Uh, Yes, five points. Yeah, one of the one of the best ones is uh is like if you ever see some before when people had watches, I guess you can do it with, with their phone now. When someone checks the time and puts it away, ask mm-hmm. them what time it is, mm-hmm. and they'll never know. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the way it works. You look at the time and like, oh, okay, I have this much time to then put it away. What time is it? Oh shoot. Yeah. Uh, happens all the time. Anyway, yeah. Everybody yeah. who shows up this weekend will be getting ten points. Yeah, honestly, I, I feel like the... Like the, getting fifth at a ranking event. The point degradation needs to drop, especially, my in God. my opinion, because, and maybe we should talk about this after Capcom Cup, but, I mean, I'm just talking about this out, but especially because it's so freaking hard to win. Yeah. Like, you getting eighth place at a ranking event shouldn't give you five points because it took a lot to get there at this point, right? So yeah, you want to reward the guy in first place, but did the guy who gets second place really deserve not to get that many points? Right, yeah. I think there's there's too much of a focus on the number eight. Yeah. The number eight was definitely like a kind of arbitrary spot to make that happen, and Mm. there's historical reasons for that, but it shouldn't be that the top eight players get all of the money to the exclusion of anybody else, or all the points to the exclusion of anybody else in a ranking event. That's not what I want either. But that is currently the rules. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, anyway, yeah. congrats to everybody for going this weekend. Who will you will all get ten points? Drat. I could have done this. <laughs> uh, uh, now that's the open premiere. There's also the invitation. North American regional finals. Yeah, invitation, whatever that's called. The uh, well, the finals, yeah, regional yeah, finals, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 which basically are the eight players. Although the eight players that are in it could potentially change. Right, based off of how they finish, oh, because sure. this is North America t- 
tournament. Right. Of so course. depending on that will add to the points there, of right? Course. So currently, if you look at the North American leaderboard, for example, I think Smug got most of his points like overseas, so he's not in it right currently, now. Currently, the players in it are. Something was going on with Smashy G there. Uh, oh, okay. Idom, Knuckledo, Punk, Strider, JB, Shine, Terrence, and El Chicote. Right. And so if Punk gets a bunch of points, that goes towards this, and it could jump him up even on the North American leaderboard, right? Mm. So then he'll be a different... Then somebody will... Terrence, I think, is number eight right now. He might oh. drop out and stuff like that. It appears that. that that's actually locked in. Oh, really? Player list can't change for the regional... Re hmm, wait... I just had a conversation with somebody. Oh that, no! That, that there... told me the exact opposite. Of somebody that. involved in the organization of this event? M maybe. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> well. All right. Well, I'll find out. We'll I'll find, find out. out. Yeah. I'll find out. Okay. But okay. yeah, I believe that he is correct. I yeah. I'm I pretty sure that at the Latam finals, we already knew who was going to be top eight before right. the Latam premiere happened. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to find out for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to find out. Okay. Well, good okay. luck to okay. whoever. Yep. <clears throat> okay. But yes, so uh, going to be a crazy weekend. This weekend for Street Fighter, at least, because yep. this is it for a lot of these players. And every year we have that one guy who is tr working super, super hard to get that spot just to fall short at the end. And there's a lot of people right now. I mean, yeah, that's, there's more than one this year. There's a lot. Yeah, I mean, Luffy is in 27. So he's in because Gachakun is in the top Currently, 27. Yeah. So he's actually officially in, even the site, even well, though the site is coloring up to 26. I mean, it, it, that could change, but. Yeah, he, it could in change. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Number, in the yeah. current standing. But on the bubble are 801 Strider, Itabashi, Kichipamu, Smug, Mena RD, Takamura. Moke could potentially make it if he gets second place. And uh, I wouldn't be too surprising. And and uh, and Itabashi and Kichipamu both just crap out really badly, uh, but Moke is still in contention there. So a lot of people still there. But look at this: outside is Haitani, Gamer B, Justin Wong, Mr. Crimson, Fudo Johnny, who started off by getting second place that final round. Uh, Ryusei, Dr. Mandrake, Picoro. Dual Kevin, MOV, all those guys are outside right now. That is insane. And when you see that, you're like, how can these people be outside? Then you look at the people inside, right. and you're like, okay. Right, yeah. This makes it's, sense. It's, uh, yeah. it's impressive. Mm -hmm. No doubt about it. Yep. Okay. All right. But that's... Uh, Anything else about NARF? No, that's about it, but that's going to be streaming this weekend, so yes. check that out. Indeed. Um, in addition to that, there's also DreamHack Atlanta going on. Yeah. This uh, weekend. Apparently, Curly W says there's more than just DreamHack Atlanta, but this is the big one. That's the Masters event. Yeah, going this is on, the yeah. Masters event for Tekken 7 yeah. in North America, basically. Yeah. And so there's going to be a lot of people there, a lot of points on the line. Yeah, of course, uh, 5,000 bucks as well. Let me see how many people entered this. I think it's. Pretty good. Did Johnny get third at that tournament? I really don't remember. I didn't remember well enough to contradict Okay, okay. Uh, there okay. are currently 286 people signed up. 286 people. Now, Curly Belly, that list that you put up there, is that everybody that's that you know is going to... Is that a list of players that you know are going to be there, Curly W? Because uh, I didn't see... Tekken Center at 286. No pools yet, though. 
Yeah. So let's see. Yeah. So he listed Rangchu, Shadow, Shadow Twenty Z, Cuddlecore, Joey Fury, Saint, Glaciating, Poke Chop, Jackie Tran, Jimmy J Tran, Cody, Gen, NG Obscure, Peeling, Anakin, Spirogen, Ace Unlimited, Rick the Ruler, Run It Black, Book, Kakoma, Take, Trungi, John Ding, and Brawl Pro. And that's not all of them, too. That was, like, probably off the top of Curly W's head, and he probably left a bunch of people out. So that is nuts. Yeah, that's going to be that's a good one to crazy. watch. Definitely. Uh Oh, but so a lot of the players are actually going to some dojos around the world, huh? Interesting. But, man, this is the... This has been the craziest year for Tekken because, like, normally all the Tekkens, you go up there and it's like, oh, hey, you know, by the end of the year, here's the Koreans in here, here's the Japan players, here's the Americans who are trying their best to get in here, yeah. you know, to this kind of thing. This year, none of that is even true. This year is Pakistan is killing everybody, and now everybody thinks Akuma is super broken, right? Like, before Pakistan, everyone's like, this character's obviously very good, like, clearly top tier. Okay. Now everybody's talking about Akuma like he is just absolutely broken, <laughs> Yeah. right? I mean, I asked the question on Twitter, too, because I just wanted to see what the answer was. I was like, can anybody besides Akuma get 90% damage off of a, a low? Uh-huh. At point blank range, uh -huh. and it's like no, no, okay, nobody yeah. can. He's the only one who can do that. Yeah, for some reason, like to balance him. I mean, they did nerf him. They literally nerfed him. I don't know which patch are they going to use at DH. It, it will be the nerf. It will be the nerf one. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. So he gets. Oh, at DH. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, yeah. I think you meant at Tech. No, 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 no. At yeah. DH Atlanta, I, I, I don't know which ones they are going to use. Right. The interesting thing about it is, like, maybe they could just nerf them like a lot of the other, like, unreactable hell sweeps scale the damage a lot. Right. So maybe Akuma's clean hit down three should well, just they scale. put the patch notes out. They well, the scale that they did, the, the nerf that they did here was that they just made him build less meter. Yeah. Right. But if he has two bars, he's still going to do ninety percent to you off of a clean hit down three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which it is that'll crazy. That'll just be less common, but yeah. Yeah. But it'll just happen, yeah, right, less yeah. often, so... Yeah, well, we'll talk briefly about the patch in a little bit, but yeah, it's probably the new one, I would think. But yeah. I don't know, but yeah. that character... It's gonna be a uh, cool one to watch this weekend. Yeah, but uh, I'm... Uh... Oh, you, oh, oh, Commander Pepper's talking about the versus games uh, with Akuma, because I was like, low-tier, mid-tier? He's clearly, like, the best character right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, in Tekken, he's he's super strong. He's super strong in Tekken, and I think it's the the, the Pakistani players are really kind of exposing that how strong he is. Well, we'll talk about the results in, in a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Cool. You wanna maybe take a break and then do that? Uh, or if you, unless you have anything else to say about this upcoming weekend? Not really, but I mean, we've been going for just a short little period. Let's just talk about the results before you got it, the man. break, and then we'll take a break. Sure. All right. Well, let's talk first about. Rocks and Roll Dubai, which is a Tekken Master event, since we're already talking about that. Red Zone Broadcast. What's a Red Zone Broadcast? I have no idea what a Red Zone Broadcast um, With a live board showing the it's, point standings. It's, it oh. is, uh, it's where you look at different NFL games, and whenever a game gets to like the near scoring point, uh -huh. then the channel switches over to that one. and It's like the jump off, oh, yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay, where they got okay, the idea, okay. I assume. Gotcha, gotcha. Anyway, 
Rocks and Roll Dubai. It was a Tekken World Tour Masters event. It was very well populated. It was very dense in players. And the winner was Gigi Oase Honey with Akuma. It's always one of those guys now. And second place was Kanga Hira with Steve and some Akuma. Okay. So okay. Pakistan got first and second place. Mm-hmm, Shout outs mm-hmm. there. Then you had Chanel with Elisa, Zafina, and Eliza. And then Lohai with Shaheen and Law. Kakoma and Arslan Ash got fifth. And Cherry Berry Mango and Book got seventh. Man, what a disappointing performance for Arslan Ash. He's the worst. <laughs> He's officially the worst. I know. Red he Bull... did eliminate Knee. <laughs> he had to get through Knee. Yeah, yeah, I know. On the loser side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. When I was looking through the brackets, it was like so many interesting situations of uh, like he had to beat Knee. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh, uh, Lohai beat a super strong Pakistani. I think it was Arslan. Uh-huh. And then he lost to a Pakistani player ultimately. Like there was right. a lot of like battling like that. It was very cool. But man, I mean, he, he, so Arslan Ash just got signed by Red Bull. Yes. Right? So now he's a Red a Red Bull athlete and they treat their athletes super well. How sure. do, but how much do you think Red Bull regrets this decision now? Fifth place, yeah. Arslan he's Ash. The worst. I mean, come on. He's the worst. God. Gosh. He got destroyed. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, he's the worst. Um, look, Akuma is definitely good, but it was also cool to see Hira play Steve. I'm not a Tekken expert at all, but the commentators were talking about how Pakistan thinks that Steve is a counter to Akuma. And so they're like, they're like already game planning, right? Like, they're like on the next level of like, Ooh. what beats Akuma? Okay, maybe Steve. Like, <laughs> Interesting. Okay, that's what, that's okay. what the commentators were saying. I, I don't know enough to, to be yeah. able to go, huh, I can see that. No, yeah, I, I like, that's still weird. Well, I thought that was very cool. Okay, anyway, ultimately, okay. obviously, Always Honey got it. So he's Pakistan's best Steve player. That's what they're then. saying, okay, yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. that's right. Arslan was playing a little Zafina, and she just got buffed, yeah. too. And she just got buffed in the latest patch, so... Maybe this is maybe this is one of his counter picks as well. Yeah, know? and it's also not a bad strategy either because if you have that kind of competition to learn a brand new character, you can take that character into a lot of other people and just blow them up. Right. I mean, even at Canada Cup when I was doing commentary, and again, I'm no Tekken expert. Yeah, I could tell in one Zafina match that a player just wasn't aware of what she was capable mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, and was mm-hmm. just running into things. Mm-hmm. You know, so if Arslan Ash can, can perfect that kind of Zafina, he might catch even some of these pros off guard with with Zafina. Cool. Mech says that Pakistan already thought that Zafina was good. Oh really? But I don't know. But then Master Jam says Arslan doesn't think Zafina's good. Whatever. All right. Fine. <laughs> but dude, right, Gruff Gridoff? Like the whole Pakistan thing is just so fascinating. It's literally someone else just kind of said, "Here's your Tekken, like you know, atmosphere. Here's all everything that's going on." And Pakistan just kind of went. What's fascinating too about it is that it's not the case that they are all from one city. Like I, that's what I had figured that it would be like. Okay, well, one city is like just a super dense right. population. Okay, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's actually not like that. Like it's it's not as far as I know. It's like the Lahore and the various areas around it. But mm. I don't know if it's like Lahore and cities that are super far away. But I know that there's at least different areas but, in Pakistan that have extremely strong tech and Do talent. they gather a lot though? I don't or? know. I've never talked to them. I'd love to talk to them about oh. it. Ray Gambles even says that they don't even play online. Mm. Yeah, I mean, someone actually said it. It's like uh, Crescent EX. He says Pakistan is literally a time capsule of arcades just stayed strong for 100 years. And it's true. It's true. And again, goes 
this is me being the old man status talking about Street Fighter 2 and how good the players were back then. That's just what it was. Everybody played in these arcades all the time. And they were so good because there was so many people playing it. Ugh, I miss those days, dude. Never coming back. I miss, I miss, no, they're never coming back. Yeah. I have no dream that they're ever coming back. Bummer, so. but yeah. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. cool tournament to watch. Mm-hmm. I always have fun watching that game even though I don't understand it very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just a lot of fun to watch. <clears throat> Good job on commentary as well. Uh, then Red Bull Spain Saga also happened. This is on the Dragon Ball Fighters World Tour. Yes. Uh-huh. And since it's a saga event, that's one of their main ones. Everybody went to this. It one. was very well populated. Yeah, for sure. So Sonic Fox won the whole thing. Double eliminating Goichi. Correct. Yeah. Well, Goichi was in Grand Finals winner side, so mm-hmm. Fox had to reset the bracket and then went right. after. But I. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Um, but. Uh, Fox used Base Vegeta, Kid Boo, Kid Goku, then Goichi got second, Bardock, Kid Goku, Goku. Um, there's actually more Gokus than there were people in the top 16, <laughs> yeah. I think it was. Yeah. But, but whatever, yeah. The, the, the cool thing about it is, though, is that this ended Goichi's streak. Yeah, exactly, He's right. He's had, what, like a four-month, five-month? So months? he literally had not lost a set. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Not a tournament. Right. A set. And then Fox beat him in two sets. Right. Right, in, in this event. So, shout out to Fox. Sonic Fox... I mean, isn't... Isn't isn't they... Aren't they just playing <laughs> Mortal Kombat mostly? Or have did they go back to... Yeah, the to thing about Fox is that... They, I mean, they just play, like, whatever... Whatever is needed at the moment. So, right. like, for sure, when the MK finals happen... Mm-hmm. By the way, it's not for a while... But whenever that happens, you know that Fox is going to take it seriously, and we'll probably win. Like, right. It's going to be the uh-huh. odds-on uh-huh. favorite for sure. So it's just what, whichever game is like the one that is important to keep up on top of at that point. But mm-hmm. anyway, clearly extremely strong. To Kill Sage got third, then Shanks, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's Spanish, and this was in Spain, so it was really cool to watch the crowd. I forgot who was it. I think it was Takum- Takamura, or no, not Takamura, um, Tachikawa. Okay. Was he? Was he? Yeah, Tachikawa was here. Yeah. I think he said like Shanks was like he had a compliment for Shanks. Like Shanks is yeah. really, really he good. He did. So, I saw yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I got Shanks got fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Wawa and Bambaban and then Kaiden and Mado. The kills. The kills. Damascus on commentary was saying that Kaiden was like a basically up and comer kind of kind of mm-hmm. dude, and that this was like a nice. the, the, by far the best that he's done. So. Okay. And that look at that cool. ninth place, Kazunoko. Ninth place, Super Noon. Yeah. Ninth place, Alyun. Dang. This yeah, Alyun almost a, got it. This is a brutal tournament there. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, so I actually watched. Okay, okay. And I thought it was all right. Yeah? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, that was like a minor compliment, but co- like coming from you, I feel like yeah. that's a huge compliment for I that. I think that's a good way to put it. <laughs> My my primary interest is watching Fox versus Goichi because that rivalry is the best thing in terms of rivalry that we have mm-hmm, in the FGC mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. So that is something that I'll definitely watch regardless. Like whatever the game yeah, is, like whatever the uh, most interesting rivalry is, I just want to like see how that plays see, that's out. That's why I wanted Goichi to become good at MK11, dude. That hey, would have just been hilarious. Would have been awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I uh, I thought I was I watched it and it was <laughs> fine. You know, there were definitely compelling moments in there, of course. Like mm-hmm. any fighting game, it was cool. Okay. Yeah, cool. cool. And the the crowd was so loud. I mean, you could tell that the Spanish crowd uh, there yeah, was yeah, super yeah. into it. Uh-huh. They really uh-huh. liked the game. Uh-huh. 
Very cool. It's dude. It's like everywhere except for West Coast. Dude. Oh, the West Coast died. I don't dude, know what I happened. I don't know what happened. California dude. is dead. Yeah. Sad we used face. to get loud. It's we true. We used to. We, we used, used to. to. Long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anything else to say about that saga event? Uh, no. Okay. Well, briefly, I wanted to talk about Install 2019, which was a tournament in Finland. In yes. And it was a couple of weeks ago. So this actually happened before last week's show, but yeah. we forgot to we, talk about we it. We didn't mention it, yeah. But it is was the biggest FGC tournament in Finland. Yeah, 237 players. Right, which is awesome because I've already had people message me about the biggest tournament in Greece. About right. the biggest tournament in like South Africa, right, right, right. the biggest tournament in all sorts of different places already, and it's it's so cool to see that it just keeps growing and popping up like that. And again, it's one of those things that you know, obviously, I'm not saying that U.S. is best or whatever like that, but yeah. we have a lot of the resources to run these events. And for me, it feels like there's a lot of responsibility falls on us to try to make it as cool as possible to encourage and you know, inspire others all around to, to, to be able to have that kind of thing. And hopefully they'll get more ranking events and stuff like that yeah. as time goes. So uh, Thanks for the sub, Puzera. So just to briefly say, the winner of the main events, Street Fighter Five was won by Shady, Smash Ultimate by Lancelot, Tekken 7 by Jopalix, Rev 2 by Miri, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, they had a bunch of it. Dang, they even had a third strike tournament, which was won by Cyrox. Nice. Dang, they had a ton of stuff going on. Dude, they had everything. Yeah, very cool. Do they? Do, I don't see Marvel though. I don't see any Marvel. I tournaments. don't see Marvel. Either. Oh, okay. <laughs> but shout outs to Finland and shout outs for them throwing the event and, uh, and having you. a great turnout. Super cool. I, I would love to know more about that event. Uh, I don't know anybody who was there, but if anybody does know somebody who was there and could send me more info to talk about it, I would love to do so. Yeah. I just would like to know, like, what did it look like? Like, right. you know, I, I don't know. How, was the, how was the production value? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like like how did it run? Yeah. It would be I, really cool to know. Again, you know, I still remember the day when, when we had a 64-man tournament. We were like, oh, my God. Of course. Of so course. crazy. Of so, course. you know, it's really exciting. Yeah. Good job to install yep. 2019. Okay. We want to take a break now, then? Unless you have something else. Uh, yeah, I just oh, wanted to right, briefly talk about the SFL, which that's is now right. done for the regular season in the U.S. Yes. So <coughs> the top team after 11 weeks is Gale, which is Knuckle Dew, Rob TV, and Shine. I mean, they did well last time, too, but they won- they got first in the regular season right. now. Storm, 801 Strider, Tommy Two Seven Mojo, Punk, Rolly Legs, JB... Uh, was third, and Frost was fourth, which is Dual Kevin, Samurai, and Sherry. And so those teams are going to play in a yeah, bracket in Japan or something like that? or I think that's at the Capcom Cup. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, I mean, it's always been kind of obscure. But mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. some some process like that. So yeah, yeah anyway, congrats to Knuckle D, Rob TV, and Shine. They only lost twice the whole time. Yeah, those guys were playing super, super well. So good stuff. Smug, Dankadius, and Automatic are the worst players. They went 2-8. and eight. <laughs> They're the worst. Oh, come on. Then in Japan, uh, that one is going on as well. And, I mean, 
we've talked about this before, but their teams are incredible. Yeah. Uh-huh. Every single one of their teams is actually wild. The current leader is Mago, Machibo, and Ujix, which is uh, called Mago, Mago Scarlet. Mm-hmm. And then they, they are currently <laughs> plus 16 in game differential and 6-2 and two overall. Okay. Uh, Jeez. Second place right now is Fudo Gaia, which is Fudo, Bonchan, and Shuto. I don't know how that's second. That's... <laughs> oh no! Am I reading this wrong? I think I might be reading this wrong because that they're four and four, but they're listed as second place, huh? and yet five two two teams are five and three: Nemo, Kichipamu, and John Takeuchi, and Daigo, Fujimura, Kawano. Hmm. Anyway, so whatever. Okay, it's yeah, cool. Knuckle Dude team actually is pretty good. Oh, it's very good. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> very good. So. That's cool. And then I also just wanted to say that Capcom Fighters YouTube channel is now uploading the SFL Japan uh, yeah, events directly right. to it uh-huh. with subtitles. Which is crazy. Awesome. Yeah. So if you would like to see what the players are saying, which is one of my favorite parts about Street Fighter uh-huh. League in the U.S., uh, it's you, you can now watch that on the I wonder the who's SFL doing Japan. those subtitles. I don't know. But they like hire cool. FGC translated or something? I, that would be awesome. That would be I super hope they're cool, hiring, so. or even High Fight or somebody super like cool, that. So. Yeah, uh-huh. But in any case, yeah, go to Capcom Fighters on YouTube, their channel, and you can see all of that action there. It is extremely high level, so check it out. Okay, okay. All right, there you go. <clears throat> <laughs> Too much work for subtitle. Yeah, I, know I bet. I yeah. yeah, I got him. All right, you want to take a little breaky break? Yeah, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking about some game stuff. Uh, Terry's and Smash Brothers now. Talk about some 5 5 matchup topics, etc. So be right back. Oh, man. What does that word mean? Which one? You know what word. Gravure? I don't know. I'm Googling it. Is that a good idea? Definition. A process for printing from an intaglio plate in intaglio or gravure printing. I think this might not be the same. <laughs> no, that's not what you're I looking for. I think it for. might be not the right answer. Yeah, exactly. All right, so what is... A gravure? Gravure? Idol. Idol. Often abbreviated to gradol. I've never heard that. But I'm also uh, Googling this for the first time, yeah, so all right. Mm-hmm. Is a Japanese female model who primarily models for magazines, especially men's magazines. Oh, shock! Photo books or DVDs. Okay, there you go. All right. Okay. Well, that seems obvious enough, I guess. I mean, it sounds like it would be like Graphic Idol or something, but oh well. Softcore porn model, huh? Okay. Well. What does the word mean? Is there, a, or is that? I think Gravure is like Japan Playboy, but I don't. Is but it's not like actual nudity in the in the. Is it? I have no idea. Yeah, more like Maxim is what a rock monster says in the chat. So. All right. Yeah, butt models. There you go. Mm. Yep. <clears throat> I dated a girl who did that stuff for a while. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look so happy and proud about that, dude. <laughs> Obviously, it did not work out. You should see. You should have seen his face when he said that, man. Come on. But only in the states, though. Then, in right? the states. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Who yeah. said once? <laughs> I didn't say once. Ah, uh, uh, youth. 
Uh, but Fudo actually married one, so mm, yeah. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants the name now in the chat. Uh, Deborah, I believe Deborah. Okay, man, you can't even remember, huh? That's how fleeting it was. Huh? Yeah, I didn't last long. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, sorry. No, no, it's just all good. Oh man. <laughs> Google searches Deborah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not going to narrow it down very much. Oh, man. Man. All right, well, it's back. <laughs> that's funny. Dandy Cheek says he's weirded out because his parents are named Deborah and David. Ooh. Ooh. Guess what? Guess Dad. who's actually your father? Oh, man. Congratulations to DPG at Law slash Ultra Chen TV's <laughs> Ultra David, parentheses me, for getting married. <laughs> Dude, the funniest thing is that so many people congratulate you know. off of that tweet. Like, people, nobody... people who I've definitely told in real life right, that I got uh -huh, married a year uh -huh, and a half ago. Right. They, were definitely, they also congratulated me on that tweet. I was actually mad. Yeah, I know. You were like, <laughs> do on, you guys. not remember that I'm already... Uh. Yeah. Oh, date, L2P? Whoa. I have not seen you in forever. What are you, how is it going, dude? Hope things are good. Yeah. Yeah, everybody congratulated. Even Elver, I think, like congratulated yeah. you. Well, I definitely had talked with, like... Earlier that day, because I saw him at the uh, uh -huh. the Unbound Fighting League. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had just seen him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway. Yay! Congrats, David. All Woo! right. Okay. All right. You ready? Yeah. Aha! Welcome back. So let's talk about this next one right here. P.S. Thanks for the sub. I'm gonna have to go to the well, other source L here. L2P gave us a gift stub. Noir experiences. Noir experiences. Okay. Thank you, L2P. Thanks, buddy. Man. Jeez. I hope are, are you good. still in NorCal? Are you? I don't even know where you are anymore. Okay. Anyways. Thank anyway. You very. Much. very yeah, for sure. So Terry is out in Smash. My copy of Smash Brothers is currently in Olaf's Switch. Wow. <laughs> because he really wanted to play Terry. Oh, that actually makes total yeah, sense. Yeah, because uh -huh, he's an SNK head, right? So he has it in his, so I haven't had a chance to mess with him. Uh, from what I've heard, he sounds like he's pretty good. Yeah, I've also heard that. Uh, like, maybe not like Joker levels yeah. of good, but he is definitely very, very strong. And he just has a lot of things that a lot of other characters don't have. Like, right. he's got spot dodge into attack. Right, right. He's got, yeah. cancel, like, good ranged cancelable moves. Right, cancelable moves, Air cancelable moves, yeah. moves right. and stuff like that. So. Yeah, he's definitely got a lot of unique stuff. It's really yeah. cool. Um, yeah, but his recovery sucks. So that's his weakness, is he doesn't get back to the stage very well. Okay. But when he's at 100% or higher, he has access to, to supers. That's right, yes, supers even. Yeah. All day, yeah, if yeah. you can do the inputs. Which you can combo into yes. as well. Mm -hmm, They're not mm -hmm. just, you don't have to yeah. do them randomly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so even before that, there was a stream that 
well, a YouTube vid or whatever that uh, Sakurai had mm-hmm. of him basically introducing Terry. Yeah. And I just wanted to briefly talk about how awesome that was. I didn't get a chance to see oh, it. It's, you have to watch it. Just... He nerds out so much about He's like a SNK. kid in the candy store. Yeah, you can tell right? it yeah. really uh, matters to him. Like, right. the history of SNK and fighting games and his time in that scene, mm-hmm. like, clearly mm-hmm. really matters to him. And I thought that was so cool to see him nerding out about it. Yeah. I just, I, I love that. Um, yeah. I've never met the guy. I don't know his personal history, really, but that was... Super cool. Yeah, it's, it's always cool to see so it into it. when some when someone like that is just being a fanboy. Yes, you know yeah, I mean? and you you could really tell that like it was super important to him to put in as much SNK related stuff as possible. He put in so much. There's so dude. much. There's so many characters that hang out in the background of this new stage, mm-hmm. and he showed off all of them, and he gave a brief little spiel about each one. You know, <laughs> who's Andy, and he briefly talks about it. Like it's oh each each God. one that that's in there. And just know my no yeah, my, but even cause... but even with my he he took the time to explain it, which right, I feel like uh-huh. he wouldn't have done if it didn't really matter right. to him, right? Yeah, I mean there was those interviews they said with you know Ciro C E R O Sarah or whatever the rating in Japan yeah. the rating company in Japan they're like oh interesting peach model now rotate her so we can see if we can see up her dress right. and stuff like that right. and so my probably wasn't going to cut it because it's weird because Blue Mary's there Blue Mary's there yeah and she's like you know bare yeah there's a bare midriff there bare midriff you know but like I think it's just no cleavage no dress yeah. So I think she's okay. She's definitely covered up. Yeah. Otherwise. So yeah. I mean, Sykes people I said guess. maybe for Maya they could have just gave her a ninja bodysuit or something like that just to put her in. So I don't know. I mean, I'm already, I'm not particularly an SNK head, but I think I, I would be happy with the obvious care that he put into it. Oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like he's even the stage that they added for him. You don't knock people out until right. they hit the wall a couple times. Then it breaks and they fall out, which is exactly what it was like in Fatal Fury Real Bout or Three. I don't, yeah, those. he but he talked about that in. The, the in the presentation, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was like, "Here's why the walls are this way." Like yeah, he explained, he explained uh-huh, everything, uh-huh. everything about it, mm-hmm. and and even even the moves that Terry has. He was like, "All right, this move comes from this game, and this other move comes from this game." And he, there was each move. He was like, "This is the source of it." Uh-huh, like it's, uh-huh. he went into such detail. It was so cool. They were probably like, "Hey, Sakurai." Can you record a fifteen-minute thing <laughs> right? about this? Yes. And he was like, "Okay." And he's like, Durr! and they're like, "Can we edit parts out?" And Sakurai's like, "No." <laughs> no he just—they just turned the camera on him, and he rambled until he was done. Right. <laughs> what happened? I think yeah, everybody in there was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And Sakurai's like, "Check this out here." And like, know? occasionally he made a joke to the room, and you could hear people laughing. So I guess I had assumed that it was just like him, like in his. <laughs> house or whatever like just right, with a camera on him but i guess not it's pretty cool uh, that's really cool it was it was awesome i need to go watch that it was, it's really worth a watch that. yeah, <laughs> uh, that's cool so uh, again i haven't had a chance to mess with him but yeah, again it's met. just it's that's just it's just so cool it's like super it's, cool. i think it's cool to have terry in there i think oh, that's yeah. a wonderful addition to the game and he even said it himself he was like it's not necessarily about the popularity it's how well they fit in the game and yeah. and, and all this other yeah. stuff so and the history of it, which and the history again, clearly yeah. matters to him a lot which is why i still think like characters like uh dirk the daring should be awesome. bomber man actually Ooh, needs to okay. go in there sure. as well sure. 
uh, Cuneo, I think those are like the three that I think I really Wait, what's Cuneo? Cuneo is from the River City Ransom games. Oh, yeah. Before yeah, yeah. they were, uh, he's the one in Super Dodgeball, etc. but yeah. they kept changing his names in the American version, but he has like 700 games in Japan, and he would just be awesome. Because, I mean, he already fights, so it just like, it would make so much sense. Cubert, wow. God. What a <laughs> suggestion. <laughs> You'd have to work pretty hard to give him any moves. <laughs> like, what moves would you give him? Dude, you know the best thing about it is when Coily jumped off the pyramid like that, they actually had something like a pinball thing in the... You know how when you get a free ball, you you, you the machine kind of... You hear that... Yeah. You're right. They had something like that in the Cubert machine so that when Coily jumped off, he would go and it would play. Is that so? Yeah, so when you were actually playing the Cubert machines, the machine would shake. Oh, no way. You heard him hit the ground. It was actually really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Cubert was one of my favorite games. I loved that game. It was really, really hard. Just another Pac Man clone, but still really, really good. As far as Terry goes, also very interesting that they actually gave him charge partitioning. That's so crazy. That is incredible. I don't know to me if they, they did it on purpose. Charge. I mean, come on, dude. The guy, the man, spent fifty minutes on the history of fighting games. But, I mean, and yes, it was SNK video games. But clearly, he knows fighting games. But right? was there charge partitioning in old SNK? I games? have no idea. See, that's the question, right? I have no idea. If it wasn't, then Sakurai is inaccurate. Dang, you're calling him false. Exactly. I can't believe this. Put an educational game character in Smash. Uh, Luigi's in there already. He was from Mario Is Missing. Mario uh, teaches typing. Yeah, Mario teaches typing. I think, uh, I guess Donkey Kong Jr. isn't in the game. Because there was Donkey Kong Jr. math on the original Nintendo. So, yeah. Frog Fractions? Put the frog from Frog Fractions in there. I don't know anything about that game. I just I, know that it's like an amazing educational game with like some mind blowing secret in the game or something like that. Okay. That was amazing. So anyway, yeah, he has charge partitioning. So if you're not aware of what that is, that's just a way to cut up the charge, the total charge time that it takes to do a rising tackle. Mm-hmm. You can cut it up into any number of pieces, mm-hmm. and any number of pieces. You can do one frame down, then wait, then one frame down, then wait, and you have to do that for however many Yeah, but there's a window after you let go that you have to get back to down again, otherwise you'll lose it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying you can cut it up into however many numbers of uh, chunks if you want. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That that adds a lot of very interesting executional depth to the character, Mm -hmm. which is really cool, right? Like... I think I think that's something that Smash players would probably really appreciate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I would think. <laughs> Talk about that in five-five well, matchup. Executional difficulty. Yeah. Anyways, we'll we'll get to that. <clears throat> okay. All right. Uh, I don't know what else to say about Terry and Smash. I haven't played him, but he seems yeah. really cool okay. and looks beautiful. And all of the new characters that they put in the background are awesome. Yes. There's a whole bunch of music that he even t- took the time dude, to explain. Put, like, Fifty songs he in there, so dude. Many songs, and he explained a lot. Like of it's so crazy because, like I said, when you go to the Castlevania section, there's all these songs, and you go to all all these songs, and then you go to Final Fantasy, there's two songs in there. Licensing, man. Licensing. It's a beast. Ugh. They just did not want to um, license out all those uh, Square songs, which is such a property for them. Right, I mean, right. even to the point where they made their own rhythm game yeah, and totally, everything totally. like that. So, yeah. All right. Okay. 
Well, let's do a little 5-5 five -five matchup here. Let's get some discussion going. All right, do we want to do the, the main chat, topic chat. before we do the user topic then? Sure. All right, what's That's the... typically how we do it. What is, the, what is our topic here? These babies. Huh? We're going to be talking about babies. We're going to be talking about babies? Babies. And whether they can handle strong inputs in their Smash games. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Damn. <laughs> Wasn't sure where you were going, but damn. <laughs> damn. 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 Yo so there's been, you know, whatever, some rigmarole on the internet, some Michigas about the fact that Terry does have motions that you can do. Now, like Ryu, you could just do like up B or down B right, or whatever, right? right. Like, uh, but you could also do the little quarter circle forward right, stuff, right. like the extra stuff that, that Terry has. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, and whether that is obnoxious or great or well, whatever. Terry, it's only the supers that you can't do any other way, right? You can do all the other stuff. I believe so, yeah. Because you can still do crack shoot by just back B. That's and, what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay, okay. But it's only the supers. I think it's just that. Which too, is yeah. double quarter circle forward. Yeah. Into button. Yes. Um, and there might have been another motion that they put in. Might have been quarter circle back times, too, for Buster Wolf, right? So. Uh, it might have been like half circle, then forward. Something oh, okay. Like I'm not sure. Whatever. But, are these executional requirements too high? <laughs> Look, I mean, I'm just going to kind of echo something that Hungrybox tweeted out, you know, that he was just saying, look, stuff is hard in one game, stuff is hard in another game. Yeah. Like, don't, like, downplay all the people, you know. It's very silly for people in the FGC to talk about Smash as being unaccustomed to difficult execution. Right. I've been saying for forever that I think that Melee is the hardest execution fighting game. It clearly seems the hardest to me. Maybe tied with MVC2. I don't even think that's true. Really? Like, no. See, seeing the way that the, the amount of things that they have to do per second to do the things that they want to do, I mean, I wouldn't put up with it, but they definitely mm -hmm. do. So I, I think that that's the strongest, the, the hardest uh, executional mm -hmm. requirement fighting game. In any case, it's certainly up there, and so is Smash Ultimate. So it's, I think, really silly to talk about it being right. The, these execution requirements being too difficult. At the same time, you have people who play Smash who aren't at the top level doing all of those things that are hard mm -hmm. to do, and for them, the added difficulty of having to do quarter circle forward, quarter circle forward, or whatever, right, may actually represent more than they are accustomed to doing. Yeah, I mean, they've got like 5,900 other characters to play. Yeah. So it's like, I wouldn't even be that upset about it, right? But I, I, I mean, wouldn't be. Uh, I'm not. The thing about it is, though, it's just that, look, I, I even tweeted this, is a lot of times we forget how weird those motions were. I still sure, remember man. playing Street Fighter and none of us could uppercut. Right. The first time I ever uppercut Bison out of a Psycho Crusher, I felt like I was a god. Okay, okay, cool. And keep in mind, this is World Warrior Psycho Crusher, where right. Bison goes... Oof. Like, he clearly shows you that he's going to do it, and it's coming, and it's this, like one-fourth the speed of mm -hmm. current fighting games, mm -hmm. and he goes... 
across the screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And not like we were terrified. And the first time I was oh, like, man. okay, okay, uppercut, and I pulled it off. I was like, I'm the best. That's amazing. I'm yeah, the yeah. best. Yeah. And like I said, nobody really knew how to throw a sonic boom when the game sure. came out. They threw it at the beginning of the round, and they could never throw it again. They just didn't understand it. My favorite story to go into this one was at B4, I think it was. When okay. It was B5, I think, when it was CVS1. Okay. I was running one of the pools for CVS2. And some player is sitting there, standing there, watching his friend play CVS1. Well, CVS1, I'm sorry. Yeah. And the guy did, like, low forward super, right? And the guy's like, I don't understand how people can get can do low forward in the super. Okay. He was like, that's so hard. Then I saw that same guy playing Marvel, and then he was doing ROM Infinite. What? And I was like, what? Okay, that is actually very right, weird. Yeah, I was like, what? And it was just because he, that style, no circular motions, you know, like, it just felt easier to him. I don't know, it was weird. That I was is a like, weird one. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. But it just goes to show how different it can be, you know what I mean? Just what you're used to and right. how intimidating something you're not used to right. is. Sure. Right, and that's just—I mean, when I play Smash and I try to do all the crazy things, I can't do half the stuff that I that I want to do. You know what I mean? And so it's—you uh, know—the Smash players. I'd say, like, if the Smash player complains about it, you know, one, they're probably a minority, right? It's there's definitely probably, a minority. There's yeah. a lot of people out there who don't care, who of think course. it's fine, of right? Course. And, you know, just explain to them, hey, I thought motions were hard at first, too, but I got used to them, et cetera, et cetera. If they keep whining about it, then, yeah, then then they're not worth, you yeah. know, having the discussion with. And kind of like thing, you said, you know? they don't need to play Terry or Ryu or Ken, right? Like, right, there's exactly. There's seven, at least uh, 900, 900 other characters. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. But there's certainly a lot of precedents Dude, for... Uh, I am so bad at doing tilt attacks, Mario 1080p. You don't understand. Yeah. I, I, have, no, I do understand. I have no analog control. I'm very bad at analog control. I totally control. understand I that. Did. I feel the same way. It's when very I hard I played uh, Star Wars Battlefront, I think it was. Okay. Like, And there's the spaceship parts, which I could do fine. But as soon as I you were doing the missions where you're running on the ground, and I have to aim at people, I couldn't do it. Because the problem is... Every time I tried to aim at somebody, I would overshoot yeah, them every time. Totally. But if I slowed the speed of the of the analog down, then I couldn't turn around fast enough to be even remotely effective. I couldn't find the right middle point. Like, I'm so bad at, like, nudging the controller. It's I mean, yeah, really again, weird. I, I find that very difficult uh, execution, no doubt. And mm -hmm. in, in Smash, that's really hard for me. Right. Yeah, so, you there's, know... There's, there's no shortage of crossover between like Smash and other fighting right. game players, right? Like people are talking about Leffen. Great example of somebody who has been excellent at other fighting games. Right. Uh -huh, Anti-super uh -huh. good at Street Fighter. Like that that stuff has right. been there yeah, since yeah, forever. Yeah. Uh -huh. A bunch of players have gone from one to the other. Yeah, one to, to the other, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In and, both directions. And, sure. and again, so like I said, you know, it's it's funny to clown on them. It's fun to clown on them, whatever like that. But it's it's... It's such a minority, and, you know, obviously, especially when they're all aggregated into one Twitter account, it's the Scrub Quotes account, yeah. that it's easy just to, like, see. And, and it gives you the picture that they're complaining everywhere yeah. about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, again, we've been, all been talking about fighting games and how they're, like, trying to get rid of the uppercut motion. Like, BB Tag has no uppercut motions, mm -hmm. right? You know, they're... They're all, everybody's trying to simplify all this stuff because sometimes we forget how hard it is to learn these motions. So, yeah, I hear you. Yeah.
so. Anyway, in conclusion, this is not actually a big deal at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same here. All right. So, agree. Agree. Cool. Well, okay. in that case, let's check out the 5-5 matchup that viewers answered. Sure. Let's see what we got. I haven't looked at the results yet. I'm looking now. All right. We had four questions Four questions. Time. One, do you feel zoning is going to die out? Is there an anti-zoning trend in fighting games lately? Okay. Two, how do you feel about sentiments like high-tier grapplers hurt the game or strong zoning hurts stream numbers or... Easy characters shouldn't be top tier. That's not one question. No, I guess it's not. But somebody smartly phrased that into one question. Congratulations. Right, uh, uh, Three, what's your favorite old school IRL stick playing tech? Did you sit on the floor, play between your legs, etc.? I actually have a funny answer to that one, but yeah. All right. Is it possible for a casual competitive fighting game to become popular? Like how Hearthstone is a casual game, but is a casual but popular version of Magic the Gathering. If this already exists, what is it? Huh. Okay. We're going to answer number two. How do you feel about sentiments like high-tier grapplers hurt the game, or strong zoning hurts stream numbers, or easy characters shouldn't be top-tier? How do I even summarize this? How do you feel? Sentiments. I don't, it doesn't even fit. No. Just see how you feel. Uh, about how you feel. This is, this is like 700 questions. Yeah. Nice, nicely done. <sighs> nicely done. That's a good, I mean, good way if to you make wanna, sure that you get answered. If you want to answer the question from the top level view of what, you're, what he's asking, it just depends on the question. Right? right? Some questions, I think, are worth addressing. Some questions I don't think are worth addressing. All right, well, fine. Okay. What, how do you feel about the sense about the sentiment high tier grapplers hurt the game uh I agree with that one I've always kind of agreed with that one and, and it's not to the point where I don't want grapplers to be super strong I just know that when grapplers are the best character that it makes people quit <laughs> and that always makes me nervous like from a game balance standpoint, I don't care yeah. if grapplers are strong. From a let's get people to play this game standpoint, it's it makes me nervous. It makes me worried because grapplers being strong has always uh, caused a lot of... So when Alpha 3 first came out and X Zangief was broken, everybody was miserable. Uh, when uh, Vanilla Street Fighter 4 came out and Zangief was super good, everybody was miserable. Uh, with that guilty is not my memory of it. I remember a lot of people complaining about him. I remember way more complaints about Sagat and Ryu and Akuma and then ultimately Seth than Zangief. Af af that was more after the patch, right? Because Zangief, you couldn't I mean, crouch they, under his lariat with some characters. Sagat couldn't crouch under lariat. Right. And that was the only reason that that wasn't an 8-2 <laughs> matchup. And then they took it away from me. Right. <laughs> it became horrible yeah, after that. But then, uh, obviously, Potemkin in Axon Core. The classic example. Yeah, the classic example. example so, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm... Obviously, I'm cool with it. I don't... I Like, I'm... It's very rare that a grappler is that high. And uh, I don't think that that's even 
necessarily due to games not designing in that way, like mm. trying to avoid that. Maybe that's true in some cases, but I also just think that the style that grapplers have is mm-hmm. hard to make top tier yeah. mm-hmm. because they are a they are a lopsided design. Right. right. That's the mm-hmm. idea. That's what I like about that archetype right. is that it yeah. is lopsided. I like that. Mm-hmm. I have to overcome certain things in order to do my very strong stuff. Right. Which is cool. But it's rare that that kind of archetype is the best. Right. It's not so uncommon that they're like high tier. That's mm-hmm. happened many mm-hmm. times, right? So that that's cool. That's cool with me. And and if it if it's that you would have to make the grappler less grapplery in order to make it the best, then I wouldn't want it. Like right. I would, exactly. I, I want grapplers to be these kind of lopsided right. weirdos. And that's and that's the terrifying aspect of grapplers, right? Because if you make a grappler good and strong and they end up being top tier, right? That just naturally means their toolkit must be kind of overpowered because in order to make up for a lot of their inherent weaknesses, it's just got to be kind of broken. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like that's why it's scary to make like, I don't know if you can make a grappler super, like, top tier but balanced. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. Like, yeah, I feel yeah. like okay. if, they, if that, they're that top tier, yeah. they end up just being amazing because that's how you're going to make them work. Or they're top tier and their throw really doesn't mean anything. Right. Kind of like right. when Abigail was, like, top tier, right? Like, was it really his command grab? He wasn't really a grappler. It was more just he activated he V-Trigger right, yeah. and you died. Even right? before that, yeah. he was one of the best characters. Like, right, even, exactly. Even without V-Trigger, yeah. Right, exactly. He was so, ridiculous. And yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, this probably applies more to 2D games than 3D games. Because 3D game, I don't know. Has a 3D game ever produced, like, a Zangief-type grappler that actually... Wasn't an Astroth really good in Caliber 2? At one... Oh, in Caliber 2, I have no idea. I think he's considered high tier in Soul Calibur 6 now. Dude, uh, Cammy was a grappler in, in Super Turbo. She was. She was absolutely she a She definitely was. That's why she sucked, so... <laughs> um... So, uh, it's really interesting. Yeah, he was top in Caliber yeah, 2. I think he was really good, yeah. But was it because of the command grabs? Does PTX count as a grappler? From top, Would you call top, him a grappler? Versus That's Capcom. such a unique case. Yeah, because uh-huh, they're like a completely different thing. That's such right? a unique case. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, see, in, in, in SC2, it was because of his ring outs. So it wasn't even because of his grappling stuff that he was top tier. But, you know, as soon as you give Potemkin, like, everything, including the slide head that knocks you down and unblockable slide head situations, including a, that lets you OTG, and then you have a crouching slash that sucks people in, that you can grab them with this grapple and purposely not finish so they drop right next to you so that you have to deal with them again. There's a problem, yeah, right? Yeah, Obviously, right. you you made all these great tools for him, but they were so great that he probably could have won decently without the command grabs, right? But then you give him the command grab on top of that, and now he's, like, really, really scary. And that's the thing, is whenever your grappler is top tier, it's because you gave him all these great neutral tools, which overcome the natural weakness of a grappler, which is why I'm always scared to make grapplers top tier. You, you could have a grappler that just gets an incredible meaty situation, mix-up situation, whenever he lands a grab, right? right? Mm -hmm. So, for example, who brought this up? Fonte7686, Team KBR in Ultimate Marvel 3, so Hulk, Sentinel, Hagar. Mm -hmm. Whenever that team got a hit, 
You died. It, that was definitely one character was dead, and you uh, were two mix-ups away from losing the entire game. Uh, uh, and that that definitely credibly could happen with any command grab for any of those characters, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for a couple of those characters, it could happen with any normal grab. Mm-hmm. And in the right situation, even for Hulk, it could happen with a normal grab. So those those were... That is like an extreme example of a grappler team that I think was balanced, but was also maybe top tier, certainly high tier mm-hmm. at least, because you take away any one part of that team and it's not like that anymore. Right, right? yeah, yeah. It was so just it, a particular... It needs, it yeah. needs it, like round start, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, those games are always... Team games are always different because they, they, they change a lot of stuff, right? Right. So even like uh, like BB Tag when when Wald yeah Wald and Tigger, Tigger are both were both yeah, super totally, good yeah. as a team together right, right? so right. yeah yeah you mean BB Tag Hulk Hagar <laughs> that's what, that's what <laughs> yeah. it is yeah oh man oh Waldstein being top in Unia oh my God so again I'll just put with a caveat I know Alune hundred percent disagreed with me but, okay but Waldstein. Messed up Nana save so badly. That fight sucked so badly, and that was just a perfect example of what happens when you give a grappler just all this range, and there's just nothing you can do. He outranges you, and then you get command grabbed. And dude, that it sucked fighting Waldstein in that game. I hated falling, fighting Waldstein in that game so much. I ultimately Ugh. in Uniel did not find Wald that interesting. He was really good, obviously, but mm-hmm. I think what I didn't like as much was that he did have so many tools that mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was playing that lopsided style that I yeah. wanted, uh-huh. so I played Hilda, which yeah. is like the kind of lopsided zonering right, zone yeah, style, yeah, right? Yeah, but, uh-huh. um, and yeah, not as I did suck. But I like, I like that, yeah, dip, yes. I like that lopsided kind of funky style, right. that's what I want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but again, Waldstein was good because he had range. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he had a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's just the thing. So if you ever want a character like Zangief, like even in Street Fighter Four, when Zangief was considered good, what was it that made him? It was the EX Green Hand. He was the only person with a vertical, horizontal moving uppercut, right? I mean, that. I mean, that was. I'm sure that was part of it, but I would say it was more that he had excellent footsies and any command grab led into vortex. Yeah. Well, did it really? Yeah. In four? Yeah, in four you get an SPD and then green hand over, and now it's mixed up again. Hmm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Snake Eyes used the pad. What a cheater. Yeah, anyway, that's, uh, I guess, enough about... That part of the question. High-tier grapplers with the game. Second part. How do you feel about sentiments like strong zoning hurts stream numbers? Uh, that one I feel like is more of an uneducated situation, but okay. the thing about it is, this is true with everything, okay. right? There was one game that I watched in the NBA mm-hmm. during the height of its defense, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I think the final score was like 47 to 53. Whoa. I think it was like Utah versus Miami or something like that. It was one of the worst basketball games I have ever seen in my life. And, you know, that prompted them to, like, lower the three-point line. They changed all the hand-checking rules. They did every... We're putting... Like, we're taking away all these defensive options in the NBA. Hockey, Mm -hmm. kind of the same thing. They got rid of the the icing, right? Yeah, they they changed a bunch of stuff in the 90s. Defensive play style really ruled. Um, I mean, due to any number of reasons, to be honest. But, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that was... 
a lot of people preferred the style of the 80s and then later on, which was you could have games that were like 8 to 5 and it was like not, <laughs> yeah. not so uncommon. Uh-huh. Uh, whereas in the sort of 90s, early thousands, it was a lot less. Uh, yeah, goalies got super good and had huge pads. Right. Uh, New place, new schemes got started like the trap. Like there were a lot of different reasons How why did it was the pads like that. get bigger. I feel like that's a regulation thing that should have prevented that, right? Yeah, they just didn't rule on that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of let it happen. Yeah, I mean that seems like an obvious thing, know, right? Know, yeah. You know, like yeah. I'll, hey, it's for comfort. Right. I, I, right. I need my pads to be bigger for comfort. But also, goalies were historically the least athletic player on a team mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. if they were more athletic then they'd be put out to shoot or right, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like the dregs that were the goalies. Right. And starting in like the eighties, extremely good athletes started playing right. goalie. And then everybody was like, wow, this is a completely different story. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the whole hand saves and oh God. But um yeah, the uh was it Patrick Waugh who popularized the butterfly stuff? Is it Waugh? Yeah, I guess it was Waugh, yeah. Thing. Okay, but I mean, it happens in every game. And what's his name on the Devils? Guy, I'm killing myself that I, I have to even ask that question now. I'm so divorced from hockey; it's actually ridiculous. Uh, Brodeur, <laughs> Martin Brodeur, Brodeur, of course. Dude, you know what? The, I found out. <laughs> I was absurd. like, there was one point I was like, the Lakers are doing well, right? So like, all right, I'll start watching the Lakers game. My cable provider does not run the channel anymore. What? I, yeah. You can't watch? Frontier Files does not have the Lakers channel anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't God. even watch the Lakers anymore, so I'm just going to kill my That's cable wild. now. I'm, like, totally done with that, dude. So anyway, I, I get your point. I get yeah, where, you, so where, it, where it, you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it that happens people everywhere. didn't like watching defensive styles, yeah, even in sports. It's, it's just everywhere. Like, people just want to see action and rush down and stuff like that, you know? But, like I said, part of me, I think it's also an educational thing because when defense looks like it works, it looks boring and easy and that the guy is doing no effort and they're just sitting there playing the controller with their feet. Mm. But in actuality, when you try it yourself, it's really freaking yep. hard. I'm not sure that there's like a absolute distaste for slow play. Soccer is the most popular sport in the world mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. very commonly does not have many goals. Right. So I think that may be like a particular U.S. foible that we seem mm-hmm, to hate mm-hmm. slow play. Could be, could or maybe be. NA because yeah, yeah, yeah. Canada was part of ever hockey for sure. Um, you know, no surprise. I I liked defensive style in hockey i really that's i played defense in hockey and football and basketball even i was primarily playing Mm -hmm, on mm -hmm. d that's what i liked uh so for me that was extremely exciting like i got more value in a good save or like a good hip check than a good Mm -hmm, goal mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i know that that was not the most common way I guess it, uh, maybe a good way to put it is as the body boy says that in baseball defense is the exciting part i suppose I suppose. In soccer. Yeah. In, in baseball. Oh, in baseball. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. I guess I could see that. Uh, in, in any case, I, I kind of do think it's true that strong zoning hurts stream numbers. And I think it's true that it's due to ignorance, 100%. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when you're talking about giant stream numbers, you're talking about a lot of people who don't know the game very well. Mm-hmm, like, kind of mm-hmm, necessarily. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. So I see not uncommonly that in, in games that in, in tournaments that I watch or in tournaments that I'm commentating and occasionally checking the chat, I definitely see complaints about zoning. Mm-hmm. In MK11, which I feel honestly is actually not a particularly zone-heavy game, 
there are so many constant complaints about how Cetrion. good Cetrion, Sonya, Johnny, whenever anybody throws a fireball. <laughs> if you throw two fireballs, their chat will be mad. Right. And, and I see this over and over again. So I think that there is truth in that, unfortunately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's truth in it. It's, it's unfortunate because that does make us start leading towards zoneless games. And I mean, look at look at all the games that we have these days, like Dragon Ball, right? Like you hit two buttons, you literally teleport right next to the guy, right? Right? Or you hit a button, you zoom in on them, and they don't, right. they, they can barely run away, right? Like all these games are being designed now so that they're really nerfing zoning to the point where they're scared to make Sagat be super powerful with fireballs, with Ryu to be super powerful yeah. with fireballs, right? And then when you do have someone like Guile who can zone in some of the seasons, then everybody's like, oh god, this is terrible and stuff. Even Dalsim is kind of rushed down. Manat got nerfed because mm. people hated seeing, watching Manat and everything. And so I, I, I just wish there was a way to get people to appreciate it more. Yeah, I agree. I, and I, I mean, honestly, I felt like the two of the best matches we ever commentated was a long time ago was the Snake Eyes versus Justin at the 25th anniversary LA tournament because Justin was turtling right. and we were talking about why it was so good and right. how smart he was doing it and everybody at the chat was like this was super exciting everybody at the venue who wasn't listening to our commentary was like this is the most boring thing I've ever seen in right. my life right the other one was Problem X versus Justin at Capcom Cup mm. uh, last was it last year it was, it was last, last year, year. Yeah. a lot of people thought that match was really exciting because we were talking about how smart the yeah. zoning decisions and that's the thing is I feel like a lot of it comes down to the commentators being able to highlight a yeah. lot of that sure. kind of thing so it, it does i do think that zoning is a more commentator driven style of gameplay mm-hmm. you can get <sighs> excited by like a lot of different commentators or just without even commentary at all mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. uh in many situations but yeah i think it's true that for zoning that takes a special touch right and even some of my absolute favorite commentators of all time are like pretty not happy when they're zoning. <laughs> it's, like, very obvious. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I do think that that, that drags down yeah. the, how the stream will view I mean, the for, for the two of us, we love zoning yeah. so much. We appreciate it so much and the art of it yeah. that whenever we commentate a match like that, we get excited yeah. for when someone makes the right call on the zoning. And you, you kind of let people understand that and, you know, not to say that it's all on our shoulders to make zoning cool, of course. but a lot of it will come down to that. A lot of the perception will come down to that. Yeah, and, and again, when you're talking about big stream numbers, there's a lot of people who are going to make up those big stream numbers who mm-hmm. don't have all the info. Right. So they, th- those are the people in particular that I think you need commentary for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. If it's a smaller stream where it's more dedicated people, you don't need commentary quite as much, but... Right. To get those big stream numbers, then that's when commentators no, come into importance. Never knows best. Ask is zoning boring to watch because it's actually boring, or is it because it's difficult to understand why it's impressive? And I really yeah. do think it's the latter. It's, the latter. it's not because, like I said, when you watch a successful zoner and the guy doesn't get in, it looks like the other guy's not doing any work, right? Like in Injustice Two, I played Harlequin for a little bit, right? And she was a decent zoner, right? Yeah. She had some really potential zoning. When I picked her up, I was like, I can't keep anybody out. Mm. Like, I just couldn't keep anybody out. But then there was those games that I made. I played it, and I felt like they couldn't do anything. Sick. Like, they just, I just had every read. Like, yeah. here's some, here's me to burn cupcakes. Here's jump right. shot. I, yeah. I stopped everything. They couldn't get in, and, like, they would rage quit and stuff like that, Sick. right? 
But like I said, you see that and it just looks like I'm just doing whatever. Right, right. Right? right. Yeah. When you watch Chris G do the more... Uh, honestly, Chris G more doom kind of ruined a lot of things, I think. I think it ruined Chip and I think it ruined Zoning. Mm. Because pe- it was so prevalent and people hated it so much. But even still, a lot of people who tried to pull off Chris G's more Doom strategy couldn't do it as well. Yeah, just a few people ever. Right, uh-huh. There was Small only handful. like maybe like five people who yeah, could... Oh, yeah. Like, there was max. Chris G and then four other people who were close. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like everyone else who tried it, like they just thought you went salt, 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 salt until you won. And that was not what Chris was no. doing, right? That's so. actually some of my favorite zoning, more Doom, or just Morgan in general, I guess. Mm-hmm. Some of my favorite zoning ever, because in order to make her patterns work, you had to often think one or two seconds ahead. Right. Uh-huh. You had to be predicting constantly. Right. Uh-huh. It's, it, it's, it's, which is, I mean, all zoning is like that to a degree, but much of zoning is, in many games, a little bit of seeing into the future. Right. But in that uh-huh. case, you were two seconds ahead, like right. at all times. Mm-hmm. It was very mm-hmm. cool. So it was just one of the things. I just, I, I, people don't understand how hard it is. Like, literally, I mean, obviously, there are some cases where a character comes out and are kind of broken. I mean, I, wasn't Injustice 1 like Superman, just like laser, 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 laser until somebody died? He, basically, everything that character did was too right. good. Uh-huh. Lasers but, among yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Among uh-huh. them. I mean, he was a problem all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that he could kill you by zoning as well yeah. just exacerbated the salt, <laughs> basically, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Deadshot was another one when he first came out. Remember, Eris was playing him? Yeah, like, Deadshot was good. Yeah. I think that they overreacted a bit on that, but yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, I just think people underestimate how hard it is to zone because zoning is probably one of the hardest things to do in fighting games to be a successful zoner because you could mess it up so bad unless the character truly is broken. But outside of like maybe ST Dalsum, I don't Mm. even know if there really is a true broken zoner. And even then, ST Dalsum is super hard to use. Right. Like, you have the two best characters, Dalsum, Vega, right? I want to pick a top tier and kill everyone. Yeah. Do I want to put in a lot of work? Right, yeah. One takes no a thousand work. hours and one takes 50 <laughs> or minutes. Or no yeah. work, yeah. right? So everyone will go towards Vega. Definitely, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, there were very few strong Dalsum players, even though we all knew who he was yeah. super good. Mm-hmm. MK9, Cabal, yeah, okay. Right. But he was also because people weren't taking into account like hitbox inputs yeah. and stuff. Yeah, they didn't think about that, that before, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I do think it's true in conclusion that strong zoning hurts stream numbers. But I also think that there's things that we could do to get around that, like having commentators that are focused on that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily the case that you need to have less zoning. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, last one. How do you feel about sentiment like easy characters shouldn't be top tier? Um, that's a weird one. Like, is yeah. that something people complain about? I've heard people say that, sure. Like, who was an example of an easy character who's top tier, besides, like, Virgil in Marvel, right? Uh, Cammy through most of SF5. Uh, most of SF4. Okay, okay. Bardock, people are saying Bardock. Bardock, sure. Okay, okay. Uh, well, Superman. Superman back in Injustice 1. Oh, okay. MKDC with the infinite. one infinite, yeah, sure. Ground pound, ground pound, ground pound, ground pound. Uh, yeah, there are certainly examples of easy characters being top tier. Yeah, sure. I mean, we just mentioned ST Claw, right? Yeah, right, right, so. right, yeah. Um, the thing about it is, is like, the reason why I find this question so odd 
is because if they're not top tier, they're not easy. I don't think that there's such a thing as an easy character who isn't top tier. I guess that's kind of where my confusion comes okay. in. You know what I mean? Because if they're not top tier, clearly they're not easy because you're not winning with them. Mm. Right? There's nothing easy about them. They're a struggle, right? But Do they just within, mean easy to play? Within the characters who are top tier, some are harder to play than others. Yeah. Mm-hmm, Dawson mm-hmm. versus Vega. Right. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... I, obviously, I'm sure we're all cool with a Dalson being hard to play and yeah, 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 one of the yeah, best. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. But how do you feel about a character like Vega that you can spend very little time on and already be right, extremely right. strong with? Uh, I mean, it's an unfortunate situation, and it's probably not good. And um, especially if they are top, top tier. I mean, that's what we saw, like you said, in Street Fighter Five with... Season three, everybody went to Cammy. Cammy Sumi Pop. Right, everybody went to Cammy yeah. because she was so easy to play. That's the only good thing about Karen over Cammy right now is that Karen is a little harder a little to harder. play. Yeah. Sure. A little harder to play, and so yeah, I mean it does kind of hurt things. But the interesting thing about a lot of these questions, a lot of these questions really just are balance questions. Mm. You know, it's just they all they all ring true. But they're all fixed by just being smart about balancing a lot of things, you know what I mean? Maybe except for the zoning one, because the zoning one is just a viewer misunderstanding right. kind of thing. So, hmm. Well, I don't actually mind it if some top-tier characters are easier to play than others. Yeah. What if, what if they're, what if they're clearly easier to play, like a Kokonoe at one point in time kind of thing. She was know? hard, right? Was she hard? I don't she know. She was not easy to I play. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I think <sighs> Vega's probably the best example for this. Okay. Super okay. Turbo. Um, I don't I don't mind that. I mean, I... Mean, I Curly W says she was never hard to play, so... I don't know. That wasn't my memory, okay. but okay. whatever. Um, she, in, in ST, Vega is super easy, yeah. and he is better than he should be. Yeah, 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 but the uh-huh. the complaining the complaint worthy part about Vega is that he is has exploits that shouldn't have been how they are. Yeah, 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 Not yeah, that he's uh-huh. too easy. You could definitely slightly nerf a couple of things, and he's still one of the best characters in the game. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't. I've never seen anybody actually put time into it, but I remember people saying that old Vega is still a top ten character <laughs> in Super Turbo, <laughs> uh-huh. even though. Claude Ive doesn't knock down, he doesn't have flip kick, he's yeah, yeah, just yeah. buttons, right, and he's uh, still one of the best characters yeah, in the game. Yeah. So he just has everything, and that's what the problem is, is that he has, he's too strong in those things. Right. But I'm okay with him being one of the best and also being easy, that's fine, mm-hmm. to me. As long as there are also hard characters to play, as long as there's still really good at archetypes, I wouldn't play that kind of character... Well, at least not back in the day. Maybe nowadays, if I wanted to win $100,000, I would. But, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, I would not because that's not the style that I was interested in. Right. It's an interesting uh, take on that. Queen of Wolves says, I feel like that question can be reframed as how much should execution be rewarded? I'm not sure that's execution. The thing about Dalsum, it's not Yeah, it's not execution. execution. You just have to know every studying, single situation. Studying, right, not as much execution. Even if it was pure execution... The reward for execution should not be a game-wide winning thing. Mm. The reward for execution should be maximizing your character. You know what I mean? Like, if a character takes execution, your reward is playing that character well. 
Yeah. You should not be rewarded for having execution by being able to win because you have execution. I do not believe in that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but again, yeah, 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 for sure. Some people are like, oh, I should be rewarded for having the execution. I mean, you're rewarded within your character. Yeah, yeah, you are rewarded. You're rewarded right? within yeah. your character, so, yeah. That's how I feel about that, so. Like, I don't think just because Viper and Sakura and Gen were hard to use in Street Fighter Four that they should be the top-tier characters. Agreed, you know agreed. What I mean? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Hilda was glitched in in Soul Calibur Four. She just had the glitch, so she was broken. She could ring everybody out. She had a really so people don't know she had a really powerful move that was like Zonk Knuckle. Yeah. But you had to hold the buttons down, so you lost access to a bunch of buttons, right? Well, you could also charge it by using the shortcut buttons, but that didn't lock out the other buttons. Yeah. So you would charge with it, and you would have access to all of your moves. Even though the whole point was to balance her with that, so she can play the whole time and fight you, and then just unleash that move and ring you out, basically. So they just the the game was bugged. It was glitched, basically. That was the problem with her. So yes, Crescent. Everybody wins based on execution in sort of like a definitional way, (laughs) like in in like a meaninglessly (laughs) definitionally true way. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Anyway, anything else to say about this? Uh, nope. All right. Do you want to pick one of these to discuss? Yeah. So what are the other ones What do you here? like? Uh, do you feel you zoning buying? is going to die out? Is what there an anti-zoning selling? trend in fighting games? I mean, we kind of touched on that we already. We kind of touched on that, yeah. Right. What's your favorite old-school IRL stick-playing tech? Mm. Did you sit on the floor, play between your... Oh, they're talking about playing a stick... Like, like at home, stick, I yeah. thought they were talking about the arcade. Oh. Because my favorite arcade stance was the, the wide stance that you would have some you people wide play. wide stance? Come on. Some people were playing like this. Oh, come on. The, you see, can't see James' yeah, feet yeah, like five uh-huh, feet apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh-huh. mean. I, but I, I did have a stance, but it was more like front to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, so you're kind you of had like, the leg all the way back, basically, yeah, yeah. right? Because the way that the cabs were... They were just at like a height that uh-huh. that I needed. I felt like I needed to lower myself a little bit in order to like have leverage because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you needed leverage on oh, some yeah. of these sticks. I mean, I'm telling Maybe. you, when you play it in you the arcades, the reason why uppercuts felt so goddamn good in arcades is because you were slamming that machine. You were just like, bam! You know what I mean? Sorry, sorry about oh, that. Oh boy, that's but, um, not great. <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. Um, Good luck in advance. But a lot of people at home did play with the joystick between their legs because they would hold yeah. it in place. Because the, the one thing is, what you, do, what you don't realize when you've never played in the arcade before was in the arcade, when you hit up on the controller, when you hit down on the controller and hit it really hard, that joystick did not go anywhere. Yeah. The cabinet just did not move unless you were a big dude, right? So... When you started learning to play at home, one of the weirdest things about playing in your lap is when you hit up, the joystick moved Damn. up with it. And it was really weird. So the, the strength was different that you had to push yeah. it. So I played on the floor mm-hmm. when I first got the joystick mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. then it mm-hmm. wouldn't move as much. But then the joystick would slide forward a lot of the times mm-hmm. or, or start rotating. So you sit with your legs around it yep. to kind of cradle it in place. I only learned to play on my lap because I always tell the story that 
uh, when Vi threw that uh, re LA Regions tournament. Uh, what do you call it? I forgot what he called it, but there was like the LA region, there was the OC region, uh, the Inland Empire region, yeah. the Valley region. I remember. I, I went remember to try out either. for the LA region, which I made onto, by the way, but it was ran in somebody's uh, apartment complex and they ran it outdoors mm. where all the cars were parked. Okay. And so they had an overhang, you know, one of those apartment overhangs that was empty, and they played it there. Okay. And it was stained with oil everywhere. Oh, no. And I was like, I can't sit on the floor. Yeah. I had to play in a chair, and I could barely play. I could barely play. And I was like, I have to learn to play in a chair now. <laughs> I can't rely on sitting on the floor. So, Dang. yeah, so I had to learn how to play on a chair that way. And it was, it was hard. It was rough. Like, it sounds weird now, but it's really hard to learn how to play that way. Because I was like, like Choi still plays on the ground. Yeah. Every time you see him, he's playing on the ground. Like I can't. I, it took me a while to learn to play on my lap. My evolution of it was playing on the ground, which I did. Usually, you know, how you can you can kind of like put your your knees up. Wow, the elbow doesn't work like a knee at all. I guess <laughs> <laughs> might actually be exactly the opposite way. <laughs> But Turn around and you have, do it. you have kind of like your knee as a triangle over yeah. the stick. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, 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 and you kind of yeah. so you're kind of playing under your leg. Yeah, 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 yeah. So mm -hmm. that was the way that I played, and I used my front foot to stop the stick from. Yeah, moving. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I've seen people do that a lot. I've seen that was my do that tech. A lot. Yeah. And then I started playing in a chair by having a chair and then putting the, the stick in another chair yes. facing me. Mm-hmm. 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 And then I did that for a while, a couple of years probably. Right. And then finally, I think I built a smaller stick for myself. Uh, this is before right, yeah, yeah. you know you could easily buy mm -hmm, a, mm -hmm. a mass-produced stick. So I built a smaller stick for myself finally, and I got used to playing in my lap. But that definitely right. took a while. And it also, it took until I was no longer commonly using... American parts. Right, yeah. Dude, transferring over from American to Japanese yeah. joystick was one of the biggest, most difficult transitions it, I've ever it took made. A long, it took a long time. It was Absolutely right. So it was hard. not it was not easy. Ugh. So even for that, my path was the strongest stick I could find. Give me the hardest spring. Right. Because right. that's what yeah, I'm used yeah, to, yeah. right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that was part of why I was playing on the ground. And then I figured out, oh, you can actually loosen the spring uh, oh okay some other sticks are less hard anyway right. and so i was gradually going to like less difficult to execute sticks anyway and, and then at that point actually now that i think about it then that's when i began playing in my lap yeah and then that even became easier once i switched over to japanese parts yeah it's it's such a crazy transition that a lot of people didn't have to go that you guys don't even know how fortunate we all are right now that everybody basically uses the same joystick yep. lever that you can just go from any stick to any stick right now. It's, oh God, it's so nice. Yeah, you can borrow sticks. I know. I mean, Dude, really, you couldn't do that 10, 12, 12 years ago. Evo tournaments were held up because everybody wanted to share the same my stick. Yeah. Like, it was Justin's my stick. Justin right. was like, you're up, I can't play. Matrix right. is using my stick. And then after Matrix was done, it would be like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. Smooth Viper wanted to use it. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. That was like, really common. Oh, God. It was, but it was common for people to just have a couple sticks among a group of friends. Mm -hmm. And maybe, like, one of them owned the stick for real, but the group of friends would basically all play on two people's sticks, and you just kind of rotate around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was very common for people to not have home sticks at all mm -hmm. until... Mm -hmm. 
I don't know, early Street Fighter 4, not even, not even like new Street Fighter 4, maybe like a couple years into Street Fighter 4, I feel like that was mm-hmm. when the Street Fighter scene really had finally picked up. Well, it was the TE stick. sticks. It was the TE yeah, sticks that, that was a huge really part of it. Too. It. I mean, for, I, for, for other scenes, it was not like that. Like, the Guilty Gear scene had been on sticks because it was import only. Right, like, yeah, yeah. That, that, that kind of stuff was there. But as far as the adoption by <laughs> the, Street Fighter scene, it was a little later. Yeah, the glove or marble. That's funny. Sure. But, I mean, like, honestly, like, um, yeah, I still remember the TE story as well because um, uh, they had the SE made yep. out of cheaper parts and the TE made out of the better parts Markman's like just make the TE and Mad Cats was like no one will spend this much for a joystick right. this is Mad Cats remember back then they were known for having things that if I sneezed on they would break in half right? garbage parts yeah uh, garbage and he was like trust me and they were like let's do both yeah and then no one bought the SE yeah everyone bought the TE and then Mad Cats was like you mean if we make things high quality <laughs> People will, will buy these things? Dude, yep. And then after that, they had the high-quality mice. Right. They had the high-quality headsets. Yep. They had the high-quality everything. They definitely yeah. totally changed their market. They went from the garbage bin. You would, you know, if... Laugh. You basically... They were like... It was, a, it, was a, it was a penalty. If one of your friends came over and you had a Mad Cat's pad, that was the crappy one that they got, right? Yep. That was what my youngest yep. brother uh, had to play uh, on for a little while, for example. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to play on that. And it was, yeah, anyway, all different after that. Yeah, and then they bet everything on Rock Band and went bankrupt. It was a God, it sucked. Yeah. Made me so sad, dude. That was definitely Because they were doing really, really well, so. Anyway. Yeah, the SE actually was a good starter stick. Sure. Yeah, I'm not not saying, oh, you were a sucker for buying it. No, it was a good starter stick. Yeah, it was. I definitely Uh hear you. Yeah, uh, we had a bunch of those at uh, at our work when Street Fighter Four first came out mm. because everyone wanted to play during breaks and stuff mm. like that. So, man. Well, I'm continuing my evolution. That's right, because you are now on the Split Box. Split Box version four currently being wired up, in nice. process. Nice. The, the the magic floating box, right? <laughs> yeah. Now that everything's in it, it doesn't look quite as much. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Gotcha. And now that the, honestly, the acrylic is like a little scuffed up, just from like regular carrying around and using oh, and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's, course, it doesn't look quite as much like parts oh, of floating. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. gotcha. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm too stuck on joysticks. I probably won't be changing anytime soon, but, I mean, I could try. I yeah. just don't know if it's worth my time right well, now at this yeah. point. So If you don't need to. Yeah. I, I feel like I needed to. Right, exactly, exactly. And like I said, because I, I still play joystick differently than most people do because it's the same way I type. I have very floaty hands when I play. I don't, I don't freeze my hands into an angle or a position. What do I do? I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. Okay, I play like this. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I'm not holding onto it. It's like yeah, yeah. kind of mm. in the middle of my fingers and yeah, finger yeah, yeah. and thumb. So you're kind of floaty on it. And, too. and not even that. Like sometimes I use. I guess I use yeah, this. yeah. Of course. Of I, use, course. I do this. I'm surprised to find that I do this. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I dash like I dash right. back like that. Anyway. Hmm. Interesting. Like this. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know that I did that until right now. <laughs> I was like, how do I do a back dash? Oh, what? Yeah. But my anyway. my hand is usually pretty floaty on everything. Yeah. It's like the same way that I type. I don't I don't I don't type on home row or anything like that. 
so I never have to worry about that. So turns out that was a good yeah, life strategy. Yeah, I mean, honestly, for anybody in here, like, there's literally no reason to go to any particular input device. They're all good. Like, it's clearly that's the case. You we can got, be effective with all of them. Uh, Punk, Smug, Knuckle Do are all pad players, yeah. right? So many players are stick players as well. Sure. And now there's all the hitbox yeah. players. Everything works. It all works. Everything works. I do think some of it's more ergonomic than others, but yes, for sure. And you and, can be effective with everything. And and uh, in game. I mean, hitbox probably is in the end the best stick because it's the most precise yeah. and the quickest. That's... You don't have any pull on the joystick. I agree. You know, so it's probably the best one. So anyway, there you go. Anything else to say about this? Uh, you'd be surprised, Shin Maruku. He says the best input device is the brain. I know you've talked about this, but I bet you in the future, once we have stuff wired to our heads, it probably still won't work that well. Because you'll be like... You'll screw it up sometimes. You'll, you'll be like, I'm going to do this. Oh, did I forget to do... And then of course. your combo will explode, basically. Yeah, no, yeah. Like I mean, of course, yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes I notice that happening, even if it's not a hands execution issue for me. Sometimes I just forget to do the thing. Yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, so, you know, assuming that you still need to time stuff, right. right? Your brain still has to be like, all right, press the button now. <laughs> oh, was there a joke in there? Sorry, Shin Maruku, sorry. I, Dang, I you got it. called okay. out. But uh, SOCD is simultaneous opposite coordinal directions, which is hitting left and right at the same time and up and down at the same time. What did you say the C was? Cardinal? Yeah. Yeah. But I think you said something else. Did I say coordinal? I, I think, think I said I think yeah. I said coordinal. <laughs> I think good. I said coordinal. Because when you said that, I was like... I didn't say Cardinal, <laughs> did I? It's all good, dude. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Enough about five five matchup stuff. Yeah, let's 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 move on. Let's move on. To okay, so we topic. talked about some game news. We talked about Smash, for example, which yes. we've gotten through uh, briefly. We addressed the fact that there is a Tekken patch that comes out today, or maybe mm. has come out today. I haven't. Been did out. it come out already? It's supposed to be out on the twelfth. Oh dang! Okay, when is the, all the frame data stuff coming? What do you mean? Oh, I don't know. I want my $4 to be worth... No, I was kidding. I have a season pass, so I'm getting it for free. Dang. <laughs> All right, buddy. Jeez. Some slight Zafina buffs. Dragonov, very slight nerfs. Shaheen, very slight one nerf. Akuma, builds 25% less mm-hmm, meter. Mm-hmm. Which can be a significant Negan, nerf. Yeah. He very, got better. very slight buff. He got buff. I think it was a, a launcher of his is no more, not no longer launch punishable or something okay. like that. So that might actually be pretty good. Okay. If if that's what I got right uh, it looks from like somebody down else. Down back two. Yeah. See, I don't even know what that move is, but I someone said no it was, it's no longer launch punishable. Would Shorten it, the recovery time by one frame, so it's now minus. 14, 14 instead of minus yeah, 15. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's, that's a big, a big okay, deal. Cool. So 15 is the launch punishable. Everything okay. 15 is the big risk. Okay, sure. So as soon as you get to 14, now you need an I-12 move to be able to punish oh, it. And so okay. that's so it's basically the 10, 12, and 15 are oh, the big numbers. In there, okay, so. cool. Well, congrats to Negan. Look at me. You are an expert. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so that that's cool. What do you think about the fact that it's coming out one month before the finals. <laughs> I mean... The finals are the 7th, I believe, of December. Yeah, December 7th. Right. Uh, Tekken World Tour finals. I think... Uh, what? I'm just trying to read Curly W's comment. I'm trying to figure out how to process it right now. Anyways, um, I mean, it's... It reminds me of the Tanya nerf before Evo. After CEO. Mm. Right? Like, 
I think it's more of a we don't want Tekken World Tour to be all Akumas. I see. They don't I want five or six Akumas in top I eight. I think like they're scared. I think they're yeah. kind of scared, actually. And as much as I think that they're probably saying, like, clearly this character's not that broken, not that, but I'm thinking they're probably like, maybe this character's a little broken. So, you know, I think, I think that's kind of what it is. I think it's a little, I think they're trying to, without destroying that character and really upsetting people. Yeah. Again, it's one of those things that you don't change what happens. You just change the frequency of how how yeah. often it happens. So I think it's a good nerf if you wanted to nerf Akuma without ruining him. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. You can play him in mostly the same way, yeah, I would yeah, assume. Yeah. You're just not going to get access to the double FADC 90% combo every single Maybe time. Maybe you, you spend one bar every time instead of waiting for the two, because that would be rare? Yeah, could be. Could be. I don't know. So, interesting. It's an interesting thing to do. The other changes, I think, are small enough that I don't think that they're really going to matter that much. I mean, I know Nee plays Negan a little bit, yeah. but I don't know anybody else who who's high level right now is playing Negan, okay. so I don't know if that'll affect it. Zafina's brand new, so she's going to be an effect. It's going to be an effect no matter what. She just being released was already a, uh -huh. a monkey wrench into everything because a brand new character is always a monkey wrench into everything. Of course, yeah. So I don't think it's that big of a deal and uh, at least they didn't nerf something for Akuma. Right. You know, I'm like massive. Like a tool. That, that, that just made all the people who put in all the work for Akuma the whole year long to all of a sudden like, this doesn't work anymore. And you're like, what? You know, like that would have been a problem. That would have sucked. I yeah. agree. Yeah, I think that it's not ideal, but it's just... Oh, Pokechop uses Negan. Okay, okay. Nice. It's not ideal that the character was maybe too good or in need of a nerf yeah, already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if that is the case, then, okay, I guess the patch is worthwhile. Right. I'm, again, I'm no expert, but assuming that is the case, then, yeah, I think it's appropriate to do a nerf. And at least, as you said, it's in a way that doesn't change the tools. It just changes yeah. how often you get to do stuff, right. which is much more, much easier for players to adapt to. Yeah, because you're going to play exactly the same way. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe you would play a little bit differently, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, that is a much smaller right. change to have to get used to playing with and against. The stuff that else. you could do before is all the same stuff you can right. do now, right. just the frequency is lower. Right. So that's good. That's right. the, I'm okay with that. Yeah, so. I think that's okay. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Imagine so uh Drigonom one says, Imagine playing a character for the season and suddenly got nerfed for finals. It yeah. Suck. It would really, really suck. It would I, suck. I would be very mad. Yeah. Like I mean if you were I the country of Pakistan would just be like, you're just trying to make us not win. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it would feel. It was like an official complaint from yeah, the Pakistani uh, embassy. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Seriously. Do you see that story that uh, when Arslan Ash went to Japan, the guy at customs saw his thing was like, oh, you're Arslan Ash. You're really famous. Like, everyone talks about I you did. now. Very how cool, cool oh, is that, dude? It's definitely the best so video cool. game story of the year. Oh, yeah. Video game story of the year. Uh -huh. Oh, most of Pakistan hates Akuma, though. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, if they play him because they want him to get nerfed, I'm sure they'd want him to get nerfed after they win Tekken World Tour. I'm sure those players will be fine. They're all yeah. super good anyway. Mm -hmm. In Dragon Ball, Broly, DBS. That's right. That's right. The new Broly. Has a trailer out. They showed it at the Spain Saga. Okay, there's going to be a hot take coming. No. No? Dude, 
It's beautiful. Beautiful. Did you see 100% that super where he shoots beautiful. the laser and it blocks him and he gets that weird blurry look? Dude, I saw the trailer and I went into the responses to make sure there was at least seven people who screen capped that because okay. I screen capped it. Okay. And I was going to post it in there like this frame is amazing. Yes. And yes, there was definitely like seven people in it's there. It's gorgeous. Dude. It's so, that what a beautiful game. Oh, in the the background of it, the music is kicking it. Like yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. the whole game <laughs> is so... Audiovisual work is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, almost beyond. Compare. I don't know how they did that. I don't know how they did that weird blurry look. Like, did they just draw it? Like, I don't know if they could have blurred the actual model to make it look that way. I don't know what they. It's crazy, dude. It, well, uh, the other Broly wasn't. This is the different Broly. This is a different Broly or something. Yes. This During is one of the supers, he he looks like the existing yeah Broly. he changes almost kind of like to the other yeah. one or something Obviously, like that james doesn't know the lore one of them was from the james. i think one of them was from the recent movie and the other one is from the the non-canon version from the actual uh show episodes please be right please be right please be right please be right, please be right. there is non-canon broly and there is canon broly Ugh, there you go. I gotta stop smacking you the table. You definitely do. I gotta stop smacking, smacking the table. Okay, close enough. All right. Anyway, it's gorgeous. He looks cool. But that's no surprise. They, that game is just incredible looking. In Undernight, there's news. Oh. Unist owners can upgrade to that's Claire right. or Clear. Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh, via both free and paid DLC. So you will get the balance changes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you want to get the new characters, etc., then you have to pay for that. Right. But you would be paying much less than if you just outright buy a version of right. Clear. If you don't care about the new characters... You don't even need to spend money at all. You don't need to spend money. How cool is it's that? It's amazing. Yeah, Dude, that's like, so cool. But it's only on PS4, I think. I, they haven't said it for Steam yet. I think it's... Uh, all I've heard is for PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, it's only for PlayStation so far, but yeah, it's really cool. Now, you know, there is that problem that somebody said in the chat is that so that means Eunice will be lost forever, kinda. And that's the, the qualms of all fighting games right now, because we can't even play season one, two, or three Street Fighter Five if we right. wanted to, right? Well, you could play season one if you get just get oh, rid of yeah, all. Oh, yeah, 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 if you just buy <laughs> but the But two and three are gone yeah, forever, yeah. yeah. I mean, this Dragon Ball is all going to be the same. Mortal Kombat, Tekken, right. Season 1, Season 2. Like, it's it's a problem with yeah. all of the fighting games. And it's it's a, it's a concern. It's, it's a weird one. And, honestly, uh, you could always just keep your Unist copy, never update it, and then just buy the uni, Uniclear separately, sure. probably. And it'll probably work that way. So, CS... <laughs> Okay, I thought he was about to say uh, Unist probably best to bury forever. No, he's in Street Fighter Five season two. Yeah, probably best to bury. Forever. That was the worst season. Yeah, yeah, that was standing the standing goes medium four, kick. Four, three, one, two. Yeah, that was standing medium kick the season, right? Or Laura just like standing medium kicked everyone. I, I always thought that was whatever, but it's I mean very good, but not like so complain worthy. Yeah, one and two are the worst because they have the input lag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just inherently uh, a problem. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then the season two... The lack of two, character variety, too. Yeah, and also that for sure. And season two, uh, I felt I didn't like some of the changes until like later on they made more mm -hmm, sense. But mm -hmm. season two like introduced stuff and I was like, what yeah, is this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. 
I mean, the hope is that every game, by the time they come out at the end, Ultra did it with the version select. Hopefully, every game, if they realize that this is going to be the last version, that they will put a version select in there, at least. That's kind of the hope. That is definitely the hope. I think that hope. would be cool. That is definitely the hope. Mm-hmm. Can you put some of this stuff on the internet? I can't. Well, I mean, I'm assuming it's already on the internet. But on our internet. Yes, let's do it on our Put, put it through our tube. Our tube. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, which one? The SF5 news. Oh, yes. Oh, God. Oh, man. That's right. We got a tube. Let's do this here. Drop it over here. Let us do this Source screen capture smart selection. Ace King offsuit. I don't know what you're talking about in terms of Ono shade. I personally would never cast shade on Ono. <laughs> I don't know what you're laughing about. Here you go. It's my favorite guy. Okay. Can't start the show without star. Do the crime, do the time. Why? Because it is my duty. Check out the huge Abigail on the back. Yeah, I know. Hello, Sorry, it's a little choppy, guys. There you go, holiday costume, Laura and Lucia holiday costume, Poison holiday costume, G holiday costume, and the holiday stage. I think G is awesome. Do you like it? <laughs> I think it's awesome. The fact that they made G Santa Claus I think is amazing. I, I, I saw that and I was like... All right. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. I've always wanted Birdie to be Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he should have been like, but I mean, he seems like one of those like slimy fake Santas on the corner Uh, that like all of a sudden is trying to steal stuff from you and run away. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Uh, That's what he seems like (laughs) to me. So it's like Kramer from Seinfeld being a Santa Claus kind of thing, you know? Okay. Yeah. You sold it. Yeah. I now like it. Yeah. Lucia, I think is whatever. It's generic. Poison one, obviously, it's hot, but that's what you would expect out of her, so there you go. Just but call like... it the Christmas outfits, you know what I mean? Like, why it... are you calling oh, it... Oh, is that why you were doing the holiday, holiday, outfit. holiday, because it's clearly it's Christmas. It's just Christmas, and that's right. okay. I don't expect there to be outfits for the eight Jews in the world who play fighting games. Like, I don't, I get it. <laughs> but just call it Christmas. <laughs> I don't they know. Just make it's a... not all they holidays. just make... A Rashid that he's just a giant dreidel. <laughs> that would be so cool! Like the airman costume, but he's just a dreidel with arms, you know? Because then he's like spinning around and stuff like that. I feel like there may be reasons they wouldn't do that. But <laughs> it, would, it would be super cool for a spinning character to be the, the Hanukkah one. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I will never have it. <laughs> Never ever have it, but I think it's a cool. I, th- I mean, I like the G costume. The, yeah, the, the G now, costume. Now that you, 
you have sold it to yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Birdie should have had one. Yeah. Birdie sh- 100% should have had yeah. one. But This is also good. only the second new costume that G has gotten. Congratulations. <laughs> the previous one was the Olympics costume. Oh, okay. Well, he I mean, has those two. For, po- for uh, how many costumes does Lucia have? I guess she has like three or four costumes already. Does I can't she? even remember. I don't know. But G's been out for know. like two yeah, years. Yeah, G's has been out for a lot longer, so. Bad Santa G. Yeah, there you go. Billy Bob Thornton. Santa yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Light him up. Uh, man, that's funny. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah, put the other one up. Oh, and then. Because uh, oh, we got we to gotta chat about right, this guy. That's right. That's right. Uh, there hasn't been a video of it anywhere yet, has there? Not that I've seen. Okay. Okay. Everybody at home knows what's coming. Yep. Which other costume would we discuss? I mean, the biggest that's problem... A, that's actually the official theme song of this Blanca costume. Oh, yeah. He just walks around and goes... I mean, the, the, the problem with this costume for me is that I think it's... I mean, especially in this season, it's really good with the green and black and spike launch. It, like, really messes up a lot of decks, and it's really annoying, so... That's the only reason why I know what Nergigante is. Same, same. Is because of Tepid. I've never played Monster Hunter. Nergigante from Monster Hunter. If you had to guess without zooming in the picture or craning your neck to get really close to the monitor, where's his mouth? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Why is it that Block it is always there. the one that gets these costumes? Yeah, dude? I mean... He had the Guardian Force costume from, from Street Fighter Four. He has had some weird ones. I think that he's just the most appropriate one to put the weird stuff on. Because he is the weirdo Uh, character. I mean, he's got Blanca-chan, which was already kind of weird enough. But genius. But genius. Like, that was a good weird one. This one is, we'll see how it works out, you know. It'll be interesting to see how that works out. (laughs) We'll see, yep. That kind of makes sense, too, because I felt like... Because remember how I said Nikali should have been a Felicia out, like... Maybe Blanca could have been too because Felicia did have rolling ball attacks and stuff like that and everything yep. like that. Obviously, it would just be weird because of the gender swap and yeah. stuff like that. But you know, you would have to give her a completely different voice set. Otherwise, have <laughs> that would be so funny. No, I mean, why? Why not? Why not just have him wear like a weird plushie of the character? Oh, if he wore a plushie of Felicia, that would be hilarious. That would actually, be so cool. That would be hilarious. Actually. Not happening, of course, but yeah. that would be cool. Mm. Anyway, nobody knows where his mouth is. Yeah, I mean, it's right there. It's right there. But, I mean, you is can it? barely see it. Or is it. that Nergigante's mouth and oh, Blanca's what... face is somewhere else? Oh, no, that's definitely Nergigante's mouth. I thought okay. that's what you were talking about. You are talking about Blanca's, where's Blanca's mouth. mouth. Where's Blanca's mouth? I mean, it's. I mean, we would have to have one of those camera things where you could, like, pass through the, the models to see. You're saying it, it could be anywhere. Could be anywhere. Yeah. It could be anywhere. I would love it if more characters had plushy costumes. That's so cool. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, but yeah, anyway, there's a Nergigante Blanca coming out. Good luck to everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> Trying to play video games against that. In addition, I guess that's it for game news. Yes. There's a little bit more community stuff to talk about. Part of it is about Echo Fox. Echo Fox may have disbanded. There have been sort of reports. I've only I think seen this it was from one GG. source. Yeah, 
I've only seen one Win source. Win.gg is the source that I saw it come from. Uh-huh. Thanks for the sub, King Wiley. Thank and you. in this, it basically says that the headline is Echo Fox investors confirm Echo Fox is 100% dissolved. It's hard to get more for sure than that. <laughs> uh, it, that's extremely blunt. And in yeah, this, but I could also write an article that says Ultra David 100% says the new Guilty Gear song is the best song ever. You could, right? So we still have know. to. We still have know. to. Yeah. There is yeah. no Echo Fox. It's gone. That's a quote in this from an Echo Fox investor, an Echo Fox investor spokesperson. It's kind of weird phrasing. In an exclusive interview, all the players were let go. The staff was terminated. The logo and uniform, they're now a collector's item. <laughs> it's like so extremely Holy crap, dude. I know, it's It's like it's like someone It's not like maybe they're gone. I it's feel like, like I it feel died. Like, I feel like it's like Stephen Crane writing about the aftermath of a battle in Red Badge yeah, of Courage. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. the bodies were strewn <laughs> along the field. He could see arms and musket shells, you know, like oh, seriously, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. So that's God. the that's the article in a win.gg news story. Right. Here's the other stuff though. In my personal conversations with people in the electronic sports, they have said that this is not true. Okay. And that it is a sort of a ruse. It's an attempt by investors uh... to strong arm other people in Echo Fox to pay them out before they leave. I don't really know how that works. That seems like a weird thing to have happened, but that's what I've heard in the electronic sports rumor mill. But that sucks for the players on the side for them, right? In addition, at the Spain saga, both the Kill Sage and Sonic Fox wore Echo Fox clothes and also still said Echo Fox on their gamer tag. Yeah, like but they're, they're going to be the last to know, right? So. But this news story came out actually before the top Oh, eight. really? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So you would think that, I mean, one of these, let's see, there's some other quote in here that was pretty clear about the players. The Echo Fox offices were ravaged for supplies. <laughs> In any case, I don't know if this is true. Okay, but I, I mean, the, the 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 main thing is that no one would be surprised if it were. Although their fighting game players were having a strong year, Echo Fox was in no position to continue paying them their salaries. I feel like I'm Dan Carlin reading something uh, on Hardcore History. According to the investor spokesperson, the organization was paying half a million dollars in operating costs each month to pay players and staff, despite not having any money to their name at this point. <laughs> wow. Dang. Dang. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> like, kick them while they're down, I that swear, is... you know? Like, so that is sensationalistic writing that, right that's there. That's what I'm saying. So if, if there's any truth to this rumor that this is like, some investors playing dirty tricks on each other, right, then yeah. this kind of over-the-top language kind of makes more sense, right? right? Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if the person feeding that to this win.gg writer is trying to say the like most extreme stuff in order mm -hmm, to get their mm -hmm. position bolstered or whatever reason, I would understand that. Right. But I don't know. 
I think the last time I heard the, of this site was like when they were like leaking like Street Fighter Five stuff a long time ago. When GG, I don't. Didn't remember. they leak like the birdie cami thing a long Did time? Did they? Is that I who it was? Remember. I don't remember. I can't even remember. God, it's crazy to me that a bunch of people on the in the chat here know who Dan Carlin is. Rick Fox is now out of a job. <laughs> He's no longer part of Echo Fox. He didn't walk away with anything. His lawsuit against Rizada and Sklavos is gone. I mean, if you think Echo Fox is a publicly <laughs> trading company right now, you you That's need wild. another think coming, dude. There's no stocks for for Echo Fox, dude. I don't think they have publicly traded stocks, yeah. right? I think it's just I private. Doubt it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Rick Fox left a while ago. I mean, again, like I said, it would it be surprised for anybody? And right, and like what Echo Fox was doing. I mean, they they just were like, hey, here's a team. Hey, players. Money, like uh, it just wasn't gonna survive. There's just I agree with that essentially. Although I definitely hope negotiate some of those player salaries. What? Uh, But but, uh, yeah, it was curious. It was curious. You know, we all wondered how that was gonna last. By the way, congrats to I think it was Honey or Hooney. I don't know a League of Legends player who got two point three million dollars over the course of two years. Just announced today or yesterday. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Honey, whatever. I have no idea. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I mean, the only reason why I say that is just because people have got to figure out how to make this work, right? Because here's the problem. Here's the problem is these companies coming in here, and this sounds like an uncensored episode coming in, in the making. These companies are coming in here. They're sponsoring these players, but they're not selling anything. Well, like, they do sell some stuff. They do, but... They like, sell merch. Right, but here's the thing, right? Like, I've always said that you need to follow a tennis model, right? The players are sponsored by Nike, by Adidas. Yeah. They clearly have a product that has that's kind of disassociative with right. what they're doing, right? Like... If someone really wants to create an esports team, I mean, honestly, like, weirdly enough, probably one of the most financially stable and more reliable esports teams that there probably would have been was probably Pornhub, right? I mean, like, they they clearly didn't need the fighting the esports to make money, and they have another product out there. So, oh wait, was it was it Pornhub or was it Uporn? It was Uporn. So if Uporn was just like, hey, you know, here's our player, Uporn, blah, like yeah. they, they don't need them to do, as long as their name is out there. So that's the thing is, if you want to sponsor an esports company, you can't rely on the the players making your brand popular to sell merch for it, unless you're like one of two or three groups, right? I do think that it was a good business decision at the start of competitive gaming. right okay yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. so early mm-hmm. on you sort of needed the like federation of players because no mm-hmm. one player had enough value to right. to be worth sponsoring well rarely in any right. case and so it made more sense for them to be in team formats because then you could sell like 10 players will put their logo on your, their jersey your logo right, on their jersey yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense mm-hmm. i still think that that can make sense by the way but i mean eg was doing that oh my cat is attacking javeli's head Oh yeah, oh, she is. That is so oh no, that's actually oh, no, no, total no, no, biscuit set. Okay. Oh, she no, was no, going. No, she, she was, was actually going specifically for Jabali. Yeah, she was going for Jabali for a little biscuits. bit. Yeah, yeah, okay. Not an earthquake. Anyways, would, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, clearly there's big problems in esports. Duh. Yeah. No doubt. <sighs> I just think it's like, uh, it's 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 a. 
It's just Jabali's face? That's crazy. I know. There's right? all these other faces there. And she's going for Alex. If I can set it up, I don't know. Total biscuit, can. completely unscathed. No, Jasmine's looking at me because she thinks I'm going to feed her now. Yeah, she's not paying attention to the screen anymore. She's not paying attention to the TV anymore. So let's pretend we're talking here, blah, blah, blah. So we're totally not paying attention to the cat. Not paying attention to the cat, right? Exactly. And then here's the thing. And there's all this stuff happening. I'm not able to look at it. No, it's gone. It's not happening. Yeah, it's not not working. She's going to sleep or something. Okay. Dude, she can totally tell. She's super smart about that. She's super smart. Cats are not dummies. Yep. So I don't know if Echo Fox has gone or not. Yeah. But they're clearly not doing great. Right. And it seems to me like, in any case, it's not going to last very long. And like Is right now the moment when it died? Maybe. But right. I feel like even if it's not, like, it's not going to last much longer. Right. And clearly, nobody would be surprised if it's gone. Yeah. And that is the biggest problem. It's just that all these companies... And again, one of the hardest things is that means here's another group of investors who came in and said, hey, this is a great idea. We signed the best fighting game players in the world. Yeah. We had all of them. Yeah. Oh, they had a crazy, incredible and, team. Uh, we can't make any money. We can't yeah. get any sort of And by brand. the way, not just fighting games, obviously. Right. right There's yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah. We can't get any sort of brand uh, recognition... Like, nobody knows what Echo Fox is, right? Like, outside of esports. Of course, yeah. You know, and so what? what's the point, right? And so now you have all these new investors who have basically been burned. And it's just like a, it's a tough situation. Yeah, tough there's situation. a situation. There is a quote about that in here that I thought was interesting. Dude, that's right, Curly W. The pixelated jersey that Valmaster wore was genius. It was genius. It was so good. It was so good. Despite being in such a dire situation, many of the partners have already indicated a willingness to get involved in esports again. Quote, It's an exciting area. This was just a hugely unsuccessful gig. Unquote. (laughs) Now, see, that part makes it sound like what you're saying that those people like, we want you to buy us out, so, you know, because, and invest in something else, and da 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 da. Yeah, that. That sounds a little fishy a right little there. A little fishy. That, that definitely had some fish to that mm-hmm. one. So yep. There was definitely some carpe diem in there. So. Wow, that was really nice. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not very often I get that positive reaction. That, that was a great, man. <laughs> you got me singing quite a tune about it. <laughs> Uh, we move on. All right. Uh, that's all I got for news. Okay. Uh, wasn't there something else? Oh, yeah. We already kind of talked about the split box, which I wrote down oh, there. Oh, yeah, 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 That's right. That's right. <laughs> you just discovered this now, Bushido? He says, y'all weird. <laughs> and I was like, you're just discovering this now? Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought there was something else that we said we were going to get into, but I guess not. You told me that when we played the bird outro that you wanted to pump the bass up. <laughs> More of a visual pun. <laughs> yes. That one doesn't quite work as well verbally. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, okay. Um... <laughs> Anyways. Uh... Oh, no. I'm actually just laughing at my own choice to do a visual pun. 
Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, I don't have much else, I guess. Uh, uh, just I've been playing a lot of Teppin still. Nice. Uh, the meta for this season is really starting to iron out now. Uh, I said last week that I feel like that there was a good variety of decks and stuff like that. Right now, it's really starting to feel like this is Ryu's season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ryu is ending up being very, very strong, which is actually bad for four again because Ryu still destroys her to death. It's just a lot of his bad matchups got nerfed. And uh, he didn't get nerfed at all. Yeah. He got a bunch of new cool tools. So Ryu is actually really, really strong right now. Ryu's fun. But, but that's not to say that he's dominating because I still run into tons of different decks that are just like you're just not expecting something and then they just destroy you and stuff. However, I will say that that one card that gains plus one, plus one for every card in the graveyard, mm-hmm, which I said mm-hmm, was going mm-hmm. to be a problem, yeah. definitely yeah, killed me good. one time. <laughs> yeah. I was playing against the Nerg. Uh, I was totally winning. Of course, yeah, and yeah. then he went, Pring! it was like yeah. 17, and I was like, oh my god, all right. Oh my god. And I was not happy. And then I just died. You, I didn't, died. you didn't have your... Steal a dude card? My brainwash was not out. Yeah, okay. I don't even remember if I had played it already or anything like that. And that's not to say Forgan is bad, because Forgan's super good now. She just loses to Ryu, so I think her biggest nerf is just that Ryu is the strongest deck. At least it feels that way right now. But again, the nice thing about this game right now is that I still feel like it's kind of wide open. There's so many options and so many weird mechanics that they put in this game now that I feel like that there's still a lot of possibilities. Like Ryu could seem really strong right now. And even Ryu player Olaf was saying that he feels like Ryu eats glue right now. Like in terms of like... What does that mean? Eats glue basically means that you don't have to pay attention. You you could be an idiot and it works. You know, but he says that he's been getting free wins with that character. Okay. Uh, but, dude, you cannot beat Shinku Ryu with Morgan. Every time I fight one, I drain him down to, like, four health, and I have, like, 14, and then all of a sudden it's like, ching, 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 and I'm like, I can't do anything anymore, and then I die. Yeah. Yeah, he's been pretty strategy-less. Yeah. He's been good. uh, He's been very straightforward, I should say. Yeah, very strategy-less. He's very straightforward, but now he's stronger than before because they gave him a bunch of really good red cards. There's some but he really definitely has been good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He like I said, he was he was always spiral uh he was always I'm sorry, Strider Doom to the other three, right? There's the there's oh, the I three main yeah, teams yeah. in MVC two, yeah. but then there was Strider Doom yeah. on the side. He's a little that's, you throw in. Yeah, that's where Shinku Ryu always was. But now since everybody got nerfed and he always beat four again. So the other two, Rathalos and uh, Wesker, got nerfed. Mm-hmm. He always beat four again, so mm-hmm. now they all are lower, so he's just yeah. blowing up on everybody right now. So, yeah. yeah, they nerfed Darkness Illusion. Well, it makes sense to me because they added so many more things that halt units. Yeah. So I feel like that you would have just you you would have just spent your whole game watching everything get destroyed. I think the the, the nerf to darkness illusion was we see what we're adding to the right, game right, course, in our yeah. play tests. Like literally, these guys can't do anything. There's literally a card in there that every time you resonate him, he halts the guys in front, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. and then also like murders them, does like four damage to everything, halts yeah. yeah, like this, there's crazy stuff. So. It's a fun game, though. I still really enjoy it. I still really enjoy it. Um, but, uh, yeah. 
That's all I have to say about Tepin. You got anything else? Uh, I did an interview with Patrick Klepek about my like, addiction to WoW and how it like helped prolong depressive episodes for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Um, not the easiest interview to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He he said on Twitter that he wanted to hear people's stories if they had had bad ones with WoW. And to email him, and I've talked with him in the past, so I emailed him my okay, whole spiel, okay. and yeah, he yeah. like followed up on it. Yeah, I'm glad I've never played WoW because I think that you know not having that game to kind of mess up my life like that is probably yeah. a good thing. Oh wait, probably I haven't spent thing. my stamina on Final Fantasy Record no, Keeper see. yet. Right. <laughs> there could be an aspect of it. There could be. There could be. I yeah. don't know. I never know. So yeah, and it's hard for me to talk about those times when that happened because. I mean, not just because it's, like, not nice to think about, but also because the nature of it is that I don't remember it very well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so... It's a very different kind of depression. It is a very different what kind was of it? What did you call it? Anhedonia. Anhedonia. Yeah, without pleasure is oh, what that means. interesting. Okay. The translation. Okay. But um, it, it's not just pleasure. It's, like, no particularly negative feelings either, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, just, like, mm-hmm. not, not feeling. Very little feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I really did play the game during commentary once, yeah. That's true. I think that might have been a combo breaker. Something like that. Maybe I mean, CEO. I've played FFRK, but I've never done any of the hard stuff. Yeah. It's always just been grinding stuff yeah. that I don't need to do. It, whatever I was doing was not hard either. It yeah. was some dumb, <laughs> some dumb quest, but yeah, I really did. <laughs> uh, this was not a video interview, right? No, was, no, not a video article. interview. It's just article. A, an article yeah. put out by Patrick Klepek on... Man, what did he put it out on? Now I don't recall, but I can link it if and you're curious. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's part of why I wanted to talk about it, is that my experience with depression is very different than most people who I've yeah. known who have had depression, where it is more about negative feelings, and, and I don't know. I, I never had yeah. that. I didn't have that. It's interesting, because like it's it's really telling about how much... On Waypoint can... slash Vice, yes, thank you. Yeah, it, it really tells you on how much those games can actually kind of cause that. The, the, the link is in the chat, actually. Yeah, link's in the chat. Yeah, I mean, I joked about FFRK, but one of the greatest things about that game is it is a stamina-based game, and that if I, like, literally, even after playing it all the time and having basically the max stamina... Like, I do two dungeons that for, are grinding, and I can't do anything for, like, a long time. Like, it just uses up all your stamina and stuff like that. So I can't be stuck on it for that long, which is nice. So And the other thing is I've started streaming it now, which was actually really cool. Last time I streamed it was really fun. Chat helped me a lot to beat one of the bosses that I hadn't been able to beat That's so cool, man. Far. Okay. So, yeah. So I'm going to keep streaming that because it's actually really cool. It's really fun. Yeah, if, if you have had that kind of depression... And you'd like to talk about it? Let me know. Um, I think that my experience is probably not great for like most people who have had depression. Right. That for, you can talk to mine, me about. Right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Because yeah. my depression is is it's, more yeah. standard. I yeah. guess you want to call it. Like it's not standard by any measure. No, of course. But, yeah, of course. But, yeah. It, it's yeah, different yeah. for everybody in each case, mm-hmm, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, if if you have had that kind of experience of like. Just total apathy, right? It's it, it's more than apathy. It's it's not. It's not being there in a significant mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, in, in the moment, I can remember instances where I found something funny or I found something, like, upsetting in some way, but in no case was were any of those, like, strong emotions. And so lacking any strong emotions to, like, attach a memory to, uh-huh. I just didn't have memories. Okay, okay. So it's, <clears throat> it's, it's hard to even really say how I was feeling in the moment because 
I don't remember. You don't even remember, yeah. right? I mean, like, like literally, there are months that went by that I couldn't tell you what right. happened. And it's and, int- like I, I, I would feel this show for a while was one of the only things that I could like recognize that a week had passed. Oh, really? Because I, I had to go out of my apartment. Yeah, there was like a process to it. Whereas otherwise, everything just ran exactly the same for mm-hmm, a week, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. it felt it would feel like a few hours later yeah, I would wake and, up again and it'd be like Tuesday show time. Yeah, and and the interesting part about it too is it's not like it's memory loss. It's just that it was never committed to memory in the first right. place, yeah, right? Exactly. Which yeah. is a big difference. Just no memories there in the first yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. So so it's it's man, it definitely sucks to feel like you have lost time. Mm-hmm. It's like, did you ever see that bad movie where the guy like fast forwards his life with um, was that an Adam Sandler movie? I oh think god, it was. was it Click? I don't remember Click, what it was right? called. Yeah. yeah, wasn't it like he Jennifer Aniston was his wife or I, something? That like sounds that. right. Yeah, it was something something like, like that. that. Well, it wasn't Jennifer and he ends Aniston. Up, no, it was Kate Beckinsale. I really don't remember, like but he ends up he fast forwarding too much. Himself with all these like super high I know, girls, I know, right? Yeah. I mean, Jesus. He ends up fast forwarding too much, and then he's like, he looks back and he's like, "Well, I didn't live," and that was kind of how it was, oh, like just ew. not even okay. having that time. Okay. So anyway, um, Wow was not the cause of that. Uh-huh, Civilization uh-huh. was not the cause of that. But it did Exacerbate. prolong it. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. It, it prolonged those episodes by making me temporarily feel like I had accomplished something. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then by fe- having that feeling, I would feel like, okay, yesterday I did some work, probably. Because I, I don't remember, I wouldn't remember right. that yesterday. Yeah. It could have been anything, but I assumed it was work or I felt that way. And so, all right, since I've gotten my work done or whatever, time to go into the game again. And then I'd feel it's a little sense of accomplishment right. again. And the next day would be the same. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. without. That I think that those episodes would have probably not lasted as long. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Hmm. So yeah, I'm not going back to WoW. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Oh man. Hmm. Well, if that's something that does sound familiar to you, it's. Maybe it's interesting because like I feel like I do have little bits of that. Yeah. Because there are little like games that I play on my phone that have like daily puzzles, and I always do them before I go to sleep just to kind of, kind of get that interesting feeling of like, accomplishing something. Yeah. You right. Know? I mean that was it's tough. a seductive feeling. Like yesterday, uh, I tweeted about this. Like I just had a really rough day yesterday because I woke up. But like every time I'm home for the weekends, like we travel for three weekends mm-hmm. in a row. And so I was up, and then I was just like, I'm so tired. So I just laid down on the couch, and I fell asleep again. And so by the time I woke up, it was like already the afternoon mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I felt like I lost most of my day. Yeah. I tried to do some stuff, and then I tried to be productive. Uh, but then I ended up cooking for myself and everything like that. But I didn't leave the house. Yeah. And it's weird. You get that cabin fever feeling, you know what yeah. I mean? And I didn't stream yesterday because I was feeling kind of down mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's just... I just didn't feel accomplished yesterday, yeah. and it's it's annoying. It's yeah, annoying. that's bad. But it's yeah. also bad to have the kind of, like, empty salve of a video game to get that feeling of accomplishment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's also not great. That's why fighting games are good, because you lose all the time, and you don't get yeah, that Yeah, I mean, feeling. honestly, I think that... No, I really think that that was true during yeah, that time for me, because uh-huh. I, when I played fighting games, which is not super often... I was bad at them because I couldn't control myself. Right, my hands were not, yeah. not up to the, the task. So I did lose a lot. So, yeah, for real. I mean, I didn't get the same sense of accomplishment because I didn't feel accomplished. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. Okay. Okay. It's kind of joking about that. No, that was really true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, anyway, there you go. There's my story. Um, check it out if you want. It's on Waypoint or Vice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, <laughs> some player. What was it in? Uh, uh, Overwatch, who got busted for saying the N-word again? Oh, did someone else? Did, did Overwatch it happen was again? a CSGO, I don't know, some shooty game. I thought it was Fortnite, wasn't it? Maybe. Was it, was it the one that Ninja was defending? No, oh, that, no, Ninja okay. was defending a guy who got busted for cheating. cheating. That's right, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. he did it in the scumbaggiest of ways, which is that he said that in the case of a content creator, there shouldn't be a ban. If some regular Joe does it and is actually trying to cheat, then there should be a ban. But if the content creator does it to entertain people, that shouldn't be ban-worthy. Right. Just very silly. Right. Uh, but it, on the other hand, I think it kind of sucks for the kid who was like exploring a cheat and doing it on stream. Bad idea. Definitely should have done that. But also, I don't know if that was like quite up to this, what they ended up doing to him. So, right. Anyway. Jasmine. Jasmine. Okay, cool. Oh, um, Heads up, little lady. Well, enjoy yourself in Vegas. I know it's your favorite yes, city. Yes, yes. Oh, God. Um, but, uh, I mean, unfortunately, that means this week I probably won't stream the Samurai Showdown Beginners thing that I did on Friday last week, which actually was super cool. Nice. Like, literally one of the players on my stream, when he first started, like, obviously very new to fighting games. Yeah. And by the end of the session, he was playing so much better. Like one night? Like like literally like three hours, he was playing wow, so much outs. better towards the end because in between every game, I, w I would stop it and I would just be like, okay, here's the problem that you're doing right now. This is what you need to do. That's really cool. And then during the game, so he was doing the one player game problem. He was just uh, trying stuff. Yeah. And so I was like, all right. This next match, I'm just going to narrate exactly what I'm thinking the other guy is mm. doing. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, okay, he's being aggressive. So that means I need to keep him out now. And I need to do this. Okay, wait, no, he's going oh, back. Okay. So I need to do this. Okay, wait, actually, I think he's going to jump now because of base. He hasn't jumped in a while. Mm. And I just kind of did that. And it really started to click for him. It that was sounds really, really cool, cool, dude. So, yeah. So uh, it was really good. I'm going to keep trying to do that as much as I can. So uh, stay tuned and keep an eye on my Twitter. Okay. And Chenzor for that stuff. So. Hey, Paco Stevens, is your video game coming out on the Stadia? I don't know. What's, is, I know a Sam show is coming out on Stadia. Something else. Because Stadia hype next week. It's coming out next week, yeah. Oh, so Stadia is coming out next, next week? week? At launch. At well, launch, huh? tell me, Tell me true. Have you played it, and how much does it suck? <laughs> uh, I mean... Have you played it? And trust us, we, we won't ask any loaded questions here, so, you know. He says yes. He has played it. I assume that applies to both aspects of that. Okay, he says it's like playing online. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, thanks for asking, Macross. Yeah, we're safe from fires, at least for now. I mean, where where I live is close-ish to the hills, and the hills are what gets on fire typically first in SoCal. But to get to my apartment. The fire would have to get through the Hollywood sign and the Hollywood Bowl and the Hollywood Boulevard. And I just, it would have to be such a terrible conflagration. Like, right. it would have to be like 
epically it's time to leave Los Angeles for good kind of like right. don't live here because anymore because they, they will save all that yeah, stuff they like would you... definitely save that as much mm-hmm, as they could mm-hmm, exactly so I'm, I'm cool I mean it was a bummer to wake up and kind of smell ash have you ever been to the Hollywood sign like yeah. actually been up well, to it you're not allowed to go right next to it anymore. Oh, okay, but, okay. Um, I, d- I have hiked up as close as you can okay. be now. I've never done that before. In fact, it I cool. very er- very rarely ever remember ever seeing the sign. Like, I just oh, never look I for it. I see stuff. it every morning. Oh, can you see it from your place? Uh-huh. Oh, dang. Next time I go there, I'll try just to see if I can corner, see it. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, you can see that in Griffith Park, really, uh, the Griffith oh, Observatory, okay, really okay, easily. Okay. Gotcha. I've never been to the Griffith Observatory either, so. One of the best places in Los Angeles. I know, right? Oh, man. Wow. Oh, we did Sonic Design is what we want. Oh, you know? yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Do you have a pick or do you want... I don't know. Everybody's seen no, it. No, I mean, yeah. yeah. Everybody's, everybody's seen, yeah, seen yeah, Sonic. There's nothing to say. So there's a new movie trailer out for the new Sonic movie and... Someone pointed out how genius it was that the line that comes between his eyes, they actually colored the fur white right here so that he has the separate eyes, but it right. looks like the one eye thing that they've done in right. the, the, the actual Sonic. So it looks much better, but I feel so bad for everybody who had to work on it. There are some conspiracy theories now that they made a bad one on purpose just for the trailer to get everybody to be like, this is terrible, make a better one, and then everyone says, oh, this is great, to like give it talk and stuff like that. I've but, heard that, but uh, you can't put too much stock in that, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. I hope that it wasn't too much work for the people involved, but I expect that it was too much work for them. Yeah, the the effects industry sucks. Right. The effects very exploitative. Sucks. Like a, they get like, very little credit. They get little money compared to the revenue that comes in. When Life of Pi, you know the movie with the the, yep. the CG lion on the boat. When that won the Oscar, everybody who picked up the Oscar was out of a job. That, that, that company had folded. Gone. Yeah, that company had already wow. folded because they just they couldn't do anything about it. And then uh, that one uh, movie that Seth Rogen made with the uh, with the animated food that was like really <laughs> raunchy and stuff like that. Uh, okay. What what was that movie called again? But um, uh, Sausage Party. That's what it was. <laughs> Did you not hear about this? Movie? I guess not. Dang. Okay. But um. Yeah, the, like all of their employees and stuff like that were worked to the bone and basically made nothing and they never saw their families and all that stuff like that. So they basically were killed making that movie and then I think the company might have folded right after they were done with that one as oh, well. God. So yeah, it's kind of uh, bad. So. Very bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to see the movie anyway. Like maybe if I'm on an airplane flight... <laughs> I've already watched everything that's on there, and Sonic's on there. Yeah, you know, maybe I half watch and half play hey, Switch. Look, that was that was how I went into Jumanji, and Jumanji turned out to be an amazing movie. That actually is the same for me. I didn't see it in person. I did see it uh-huh, on a plane. Uh-huh. It was excellent. Yeah, I was like, Hilarious okay, movie. I'll see this terrible take on yep. video games. Yep. They're not gonna do anything right, and I watched it. I was like. That was so good. It was actually amazing. Was so yeah, good. the new and, the new Jumanji is really good. Dude, have you have you seen uh, the new trailer for Jumanji two? They're doing a second one now, no. but it's like these old people who now are in Chris Rock and in 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 and in in, in 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 the Rock, not Chris Rock. I'm sorry, uh, Kevin Hart and the Rock. 
And so now they're acting like old people, and it's actually kind of funny. Oh, I see. Okay, so in real life, they're old. Yeah, they get sucked into the game, so they're acting like old people, and it's really funny. So looks really good. That was a good movie. Yeah. The Rock is actually surprisingly a good actor. I like him. I've always... He's really charismatic. He's really charismatic. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. All right. Okay. All right. Have a good time in Vegas. Yes. That will be... Uh, so you said you're probably going to go visit Ark Revo, right? Yep. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We will see you guys later. Peace out. And bird. I need a bird. Where's the bird? Where is the bird? There's the bird. Yeah, bird. The bird. Oh, congrats to Justin and Oh yeah, and Jackie for the for their marriage. Yes, congratulations. Super weird to stream your marriage, but congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Wedding, whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs>